Welcome back to another edition of Laugh Your Way to the Top. I'm your host, Austin Fain, also the only sponsor still to this day. If anybody else wants to sponsor this thing, like more power to you, I'll let competitors sponsor. If you have uh, diapers or um, clothing lines or anything, if you have lotions that you want to sell on here and you want them to, well, I'm not picky. We'll take anybody at this point. But um, Perfect Steel is sponsoring another episode of Laugh Your Way to the Top. Um, Today we have a repeat guest, um, one of our most popular episodes so far. Um, Ryan Troughton is back with us today. Thank you for having me back. And he just got back from a pretty spectacular adventure in Texas. And we are going to talk a lot about that. I made him purposely not tell me anything about his experience. And uh, leading up to that, I'll kind of give a thing. Ryan, when you about once a year ask me to to, to find you something, uh, what is it that you what you want me to find for you, and why? I I like the idea of having something to go to for multiple reasons. Uh, gives you a new perspective, gives you new ideas. Um, keep open minds into that. Yeah. Um, and usually, it's always business based right you know has to do with what we do specifically in this company in the past we've done like a sam taggart thing yeah. where they do off which is great courses and they do team leading and they you know they did one thing where you scream at the water and like you know release your inner beast and all that kind of stuff and that yeah. that raw raw stuff does help i don't care who you are it helps me when i go to those things too um while they might be face value a lot of them um maybe just surface level stuff they do get me hype. Anytime I go to a conference or I do any of that stuff, it still helps me. Yep. I don't. It doesn't change my life like it does a lot of people, but you know, it, it, it really does. I like going to them. I like getting the new, meeting new people that do kind of the same thing, but they do it way different helps. The rah-rah stuff, like let's get energized. Let's, I remember when I came back from the Sam Taggart thing, I was like, I'm gonna get a fucking notebook and I'm gonna fucking plan every second of my day because if you don't plan, you plan to fail. I'm like, I'm going to be so, I'm going to be like a billionaire next month, you know. Um, and then obviously as the weeks drag on and things like that, you lose a little bit of that energy. Uh, you go back to who you are. You go back to who the the preset thing. Some of the stuff I kept helped yeah. us a lot in the game thing, the interview process helped us a lot in the, uh, in the way I think about uh, taking care of employees, learn a little bit about investing, all that good, all, that, all those things were good, but it didn't change my life. And so... It was earlier this year. Find something. I'm looking for something for you. Get that. Get that energy. Get that spark back up. And uh, we came across a, a program called Rise Up Kings. Correct. Yep. Okay. Um, how do they describe their program? How do they like face value describe? It's a three day, three day yep. experience. In which the initial thing is a three day. Sure. Yep. The program that I sent you to was initially a three day thing. And how do they describe what you will do, what you, why you would go to this thing? Like, it's crazy because if you watch the, the videos on it or you, you do any research on it, you think, why would anybody want to go do this? And what do they see on that? I mean, it's like, it's grueling as far as, um, they do different things as far as like uh, what you can see on YouTube and stuff is like people crawling through mud, right. going in water. Like uh, boot I think, camp, military yeah, style Yeah, I stuff. mean, you would think that's what you were going to. Yeah. Yep. 
and then what are they, you know, so a faith-based Christian business leadership boot camp. Is that, does that encompass like everything that they're yeah. trying to? I yeah. know there's fraternity stuff in there. I know there's it's even, life planning stuff. I know that there's family centered. I, I know it's a lot of stuff, but like if I'm, if I'm telling, if I'm going to try to sell this to someone to go, how do I tell someone, you know, that what they would go to and, and, and why it would be important? That's um that's kind of hard for me to explain actually. Um, it is a different thing. It is it's extremely different. And they even tell you like cuz you think well it is it's it's faith based, but they also tell you it's not church. Right. You know. Um so it it's it's like a roller coaster ride. I mean, they give you everything. They throw everything that they can at you. I mean, as far as physically, mentally, spiritually, um they run the whole gamut. Yeah. You know, and it it's awesome. In order to, is it like a same thing a regular boot camp is for to break you down, then build you back up differently? I would, yeah, definitely. Is, is that because I mean that's the essentially why all troops go to basic training. It's you know it's why we do stuff in sales training. Like you know we don't want any bad habits, or if you have any, we're going to try to break all of those and get you uncomfortable in that way to rely on new skills in order to try to compensate for the your your bad stuff yeah yeah they definitely break you okay. some of the best and so it's in this was the end of august yep probably some of the hottest days of the year the week Texas. before was 110 i believe they said or 105 something like that so we got lucky at 9500 <laughs> 95 yeah. is that a sweltering heat in texas or is it like a dry heat it's not a dry heat, it's not but it's not heat. as humid as we have here in Indiana. It's like you're in the imagine. middle of Arizona. So okay. some of the stuff that I want to get into before is the like the prep, like these people before I because the the nitty gritty stuff is like what happened there, but like the prep in itself was like a lot. Like we like we had to go out and get stuff, bro. I thought you were sending me to a cult. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean we, straight up. <laughs> you, had, you had uniforms that yes. you had to go buy. Yes, All and black, everything. You, Johnny had to Cash, be. everything. Yes, I mean, just shoes. Matter of fact, it kind of freaked me out at first. Socks. I was like, I don't really think pants, shorts, shirts, dress shirts, suits. Yep. All black, everything. All black, everything, except for a white no dress shirt. No logos, no nothing. And I think you got to choose whatever tie you wanted. It had to be black. Black. Yeah. So, I mean, we were kind of thinking about, like, wow. Like, what? Well, quite investment. Like, like thousand bucks worth of clothes to go to Easily, this thing. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, what are we doing? Like, what is this? Because it was just, I've never had to do, hey, bring a computer or something like that, an iPad or something like that, but I've never had to do a dress all that. Code. Now that you have gone, what was the purpose of that? They never really tell you the purpose of it, but it's pretty simple to figure out. Okay. I mean, it's it's uniform. It's you're all one. Not one is wearing like let's say Balenciaga. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's keep everybody on other, the same other guys level. Rocking and one. You know, yep. you could tell who the poor motherfuckers are. <laughs> right. Know. I don't know. What's I would say it would be more like so that way nobody's standing out. Yeah, you know, like there's not that one person that's um, a standout. Yeah, I mean that's the only word you could really use for it. So, you ride down there, you get in the hotel. Yeah. Um, freaking out. 
freaking out the night before. You had a you had a night. You're a, did you do a last meal sort of thing when you went out and, and got some nice food before you started all this, or did you? I think I was so in my head, I couldn't. I no. sat in the room and ate a turkey. You didn't sandwich. leave. No. I didn't want nobody to see me out there. I was so, like, I didn't want to get cornered by one of them. Like, oh, that's the guy. <laughs> so you, you you flew in. You had a whole half day. Yeah. In Texas, which you don't go there a lot. I've never been there. That's Texas. you've never been. Yeah. And you decided, I can't even leave this hotel. I don't. Right. Like, I'm not I'm interested in leaving. And I even told you. Yeah. That you I was going to go out and go, explore go a little bit. And that's why I wanted you to do. I was like, oh man. Think of Mexican food out there, it'd probably bomb. <laughs> I didn't think about that. You I know, tried probably that. bomb. But <laughs> uh, and so you sat in the room, ate a. I assume they had sandwiches there, or yeah, it was a know. turkey and Swiss sandwich and a bag of uh, chips and you just uh, watched TV and we're like, I sat there and watched ESPN, wondering what did I get myself into alone in the hotel what, room. What is the reason for me being here right now? Okay. <laughs> Next day, starts off, I believe, at like 10 or noon, something like that. Started off at noon. And then walk me through what happened. Pick you up on a bus. Yep. Actually, I started off, I did go outside that morning because I was like, man, I woke up super early. I couldn't sleep. Um, I said, I'm going to go out. They had a river walk thing. So I did walk that in the morning for about 45 minutes or so. Did you, not to interrupt, but like, did you remember you were vaping again before you yeah. were going, you quit that? Yep. Right before you left. The day, I, well, actually, I think I was vaping that morning. That morning. That yeah. morning. yeah before How did I that left. affect you? Not and having why did it. You do that. Well, I I knew when I was when I came back, I was going to go back to a, a rigid program. Like mm-hmm. I knew this. This I was using this to kickstart yeah. me. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I had quit vaping for quite mm-hmm. a while. Quite a while, and then I got I mean, back. Almost on. a year, I would say. I, at least, at least, at a, least yeah, a year. At least yep. a year. And then I got back on it, and I noticed my coughing coming back. I noticed I was just continuously hitting this stupid thing, you know, and driving down the road. And when it's raining, you got crack the window just a little bit to blow the smoke out, and so it, it was just. It's dumb, really. I like know? that you even before the program actually started was limiting yourself knowing that the the end result if you wanted it to be like a hundred percent you were gonna have to make some lifestyle changes and you started that before you've always yep. been like that you yep. always preface yourself and get yourself ready for that and you usually stick to it really hard you did 75 hard last time all the way yeah. through i'm and on day three did, today and then you did phase three or two um most of the way through that if not all of it I did. I finished it. it the first time. Did you? The very first time. And then when I tried to start it back up a couple more times, I kept failing. And yeah. I was like, eh, I'm yeah. done with it. Put tabled it from then. Yeah. So, and then I got all this back. So <laughs> now you're stronger, but we still got the bellies again. Yep. Um, so you walked down the river walk, hung out. Yep. They picked you up. Uh, we, had to meet down in the, we had to meet down in the lobby at uh, noon down at the hotel lobby. Did you already start talking to people in the lobby? Talk to a couple of people, okay. but you know how I am anyways. Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. pretty, eh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. put the walls up quick and right. stuff and I'm not letting you in. So don't even try type. So I got that standoffish personality Y'all anyways. Tattoos like Joe and you're like looking like a tough dude. Yeah, for sure. And you know, it, it's funny because a couple people mentioned to me towards the end that uh, we know that that's just a facade. Yeah. You can tell that you're not that person. 
you know. Interesting. Which is very interesting because I, you know, I'm not that person. Like I'm pretty emotional, but I can keep it at bay. I like good. seeing the stories of your life all over you. <laughs> I like seeing like this is who I was most recently, and this was a couple years ago, and this was further back. My elbow is when I got married, and then Bala here, and you're like, all right, gotcha. <laughs> it really is like a notepad. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've noticed. So like you run out of room, and so like even the I got my whole back yet. <laughs> Yeah, perfect steel PSS yeah. sponsored. Well, let's tattoo? do it. Let's, let's do it. I'll do a Rise Up King slash PSS tattoo sponsorship. So they pick you up. You're standoffish. You get on a bus with all these dudes. You don't get on the bus right away. No, no. Um, I'm not going to go into too much of the detail. What happened? They've asked but- us not to to explain in detail. Everything that happens. So we're doing a really good job of trying to broad stroke this so that we don't give away all their things. It's very important to that organization to keep all their stuff thing. So if you hear us not going into great detail about something and why I don't ask them about those certain things, it's because let's have that those punches that they want to pull during that program. Let's have let's keep those fresh for them. And I think that's just being respectful of that organization. Respect, yeah, it's definitely a respectful thing. That and if I give too much information right now and, and one day you decide to go do that or you, you had even said you're going to go do it or whatnot, it, it ruins that moment for 100%. you. 100%. I agree. You know? Um, so that's, that's why I'm going to keep it broad. But watching the YouTube videos, you can kind of tell some of the stuff is going on. You know? So those are the things that I'm going to hit on. Yeah. Like your first thing, you know, you have to line up, right? At the and hotel. You, at the hotel, they line you up. Uh, I wish I could tell you something that happens there, but I don't want to ruin it for that. But then, you know, you have to go out to the bus, right? So everyone goes out to the, and there's four buses because there was a, there was 40 of us there. Holy shit. Yeah, bro. It was awesome. It was really awesome. You could have had a real military unit, 40 people. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was ran like a real military thing, man. <laughs> like Dude, for 40 real. people's a lot. Yeah. How many coaches were there? Um, oh boy. Six. 40 people. Yeah. Wow. Bro, the coaches and then there's there's um also uh volunteers that help sure, out sure, stuff sure, behind sure. the scenes and stuff. But the coaches are they're phenomenal. Yeah. Man. You know, they've been through some shit. Yeah, yeah. They have. So they line you up. Yeah. Four buses. Yep, and there's like there's different like um different rows. There's four separate rows, 10 in each row obviously. I shouldn't say obviously. There's 10 in each row. Um but they're very um, this is what we're doing right and right down to the whole black stuff right there's a reason behind that and yeah that other reason is they tell you exactly what to bring don't bring any more right so don't bring any more because if they find out there's more then there's consequences for that, right? Just like the whole military boot camp type like thing, it. you know? And it's it's pretty cool. I mean, that's pretty cool. It gets and frustrating. you like that because you hate I a bunch of choices. That. You hate a bunch of choices. Bro, that, that's why I think most I'm Most people's good. anxieties are that. You ever see, like, people go into a restaurant and they get a menu that has, like, 30 pages in it, and they're yep. like, I don't know. I don't even want to eat here. Yeah. I go, what's the special? Yeah. What Perfect. do you like? That's your fact. <laughs> I, know, I know what you know is good. I'm getting that. Yep. You hear me ask them all that all the time. Me too. If me you me were ordering, what would you order? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Order me that. that. You know. Um, yeah, and I honestly think that's why I'm when I'm most successful with you, 
is when you give me a list to yeah, accomplish. And it's not even how I work. So it's hard for me. Yeah. yeah no, yeah, you I can work. just go yeah. by the... F- I can yeah. do that too, but yeah. I'll tell you right now, I'm only going to get a fraction done of what I would do if you gave me a list. Fair. You know? Fair. Um, and it it's amazing how many people can't follow simple instruction. Ooh, though. interesting. Right off the yeah, bat. Right off the get. Right they thought, well, I'm just going to bring this knapsack or my backpack or... Or sunglasses. Sunglasses. Or a hat. Or whatever. Ooh. You know? like Some rebels in the group need to be broken. You, well, you just think, hey, that's all right. It's acceptable. Everybody yeah. wears a hat. They didn't really mean don't bring a hat. They didn't really mean don't wear sunglasses. They were just saying, hey, you got to have this stuff with you. They send those people back up to the room? Or they just bring the stuff in? Okay. You just, you they, okay. You just, you just they, right. they, I mean, you throw it, you put it in a, a box, yeah. you know, they don't steal it from you like that. I mean, steal this your stuff. <laughs> to rise up King's bottom dollar. <laughs> you, you can buy it back at the is end he, of it, or it's going to be on end. Facebook Marketplace. Get, one of the two. You get store credit to another Rise Up King. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it, it's just, it's crazy because I take that for, I take that for granted because, I do follow yeah. rules. Yeah. If well, if you tell me, hey, Ryan, don't put this on the credit card. You don't ever have to worry about some, that being on the credit yeah, card. There's some rules that you are absolutely, and I'm like, hey, bro, that's just a hard and fast rule. Like, you know, like, it's, so, it's okay. And you'll be like, no, you said this. It's not this, blah, blah, blah. And then other times you're like, no one's looking. I'm like, <laughs> like, no one's, no one's looking. But, I don't know. I, I've not. I, my conscience gets to me too much, though. Uh, I end up telling on myself things, though. If you had a plan, you don't do anything. You could never commit a crime and plan. You could do crimes in the moment. You could be that guy, but you would never be able to plan a bank heist. No, no, you, you would never be able. Your, your conscience is just. Yep. I would. In the there moment, would be too many scenarios for in, me. Yeah, in the in the moment, I think like, but like, yeah, you maybe are, that's why I'm good at putting fires out. Yeah, you hate more knowledge. Yeah, I'll figure out oh. when I get there. Don't 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 yeah. tell me stuff about this customer or how the project. I'll just figure it out when I get there. Yeah, I don't okay. need to know anything. Gives, what's the address and their first name? Yeah. They're not paying. This is why I'm gonna go out there. Yeah, yeah. You give me too much stuff, man. Well, we just talked about this two weeks ago, I think. Correct. Uh, one of the office gals was giving me all this information, and then I started asking more questions. Yeah. That were, wasn't even relevant. Chris and, Chris and Sierra was like, "Well, why?" I was going to throw him under this? the bus. <laughs> no, I mean, they, he's been on the podcast before, yeah. and, I, and I'd love to get Sierra when she's done healing from just giving birth to her new son, Lucas. Congratulations! Um, as soon as she's done with that, I'd love to have her perspective and stuff because she thinks a lot differently than we do. Bro. And and I, like completely, you you and I can see where we would be coming from. She thinks just. It's black and white for her, though. There's black no gray. You think a rule follower? That's a, that is a rule follower. Yeah. Yeah. There is no, like, well, I did. No. I got strict permission to do this, this only. If I tell everyone, go out and, you know, spend 50 bucks at lunch, she's like, we have to make this bill exactly $50. Yeah. You know, she is like. To Not the $50.10. That's ten cents too much. She's like, <laughs> so there's some people now. Do you think that some of the people wore sunglasses and hats to see if they could get away with that and like try to be like special, or do you think that they were just not ready for what this was? Look, it is funny that you would ask me that question because I started thinking, even at the the last day, the last day I was like. 
are some of these setups like did were they instructed to do this because they couldn't be actually doing this still like you it know multiple days huh oh yeah it wasn't just day one stop it i swear that's <laughs> why so i was like at day three it happened and i was like are you kidding me right now and I, it and it was like, like on the bus standing perfectly and you're like idiots <laughs> i'm ready <laughs> like day three but it's funny because one of their one of their sayings which i feel comfortable saying is is that you know how else does this show up in your life? You know, and if you think about that, if you start justifying everything that you're doing, what else are you doing in life that you're justifying saying, hey, it's a-okay, man. Slippery slope. You know, and, but I honestly, I was sitting there on day three and someone had done something and it was like, boom. Like, are you kidding me? And then immediately after that, I was like, he was told to do that. There's no way, no way he did that and not be told to do it because it was plain as day we were punished. not to do this. But he got, he or she got punished. That's not how it works. Or the, the group the got punished. Well, that's how punished. they do a boot camp. Yeah. And you would think, there's, there's come no on, way. Bro. They, we'd get Molly walked back at the hotel after I low key thought about beating Yeah, ass. I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> that really happens in boot camp. They'll beat up the retarded person. I can't say retarded. The stupid person. Um, ignorant. An ignorant one that makes them do more push-ups. Yeah. You know, Ugh. they'll beat that dude up at the end of the day to try to enforce, don't stand out, do exactly how we do, don't fall behind, don't get ahead yep. with the group. Yep. And everything is for a reason. Ooh, That's I like what, it. You will find that out real quick. Everything is done like for it. a reason. I it's, like it. I'm going to come in when I go. I'm going to be so precise. Bro, I hope you go. So, so precise. I really do hope you go. So precise. I honestly think everybody here should go. Yeah, I mean. I That's how much I, and you know how I am. Like, I'm like, bro, nah, it wasn't worth it. Or, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean. A lot of times when I think about sending people to that, there's more to do than just do I have the monetary uh, system to send them to that thing. It's not because you usually get it back, right? You'll be more successful in the future, thus saving my return on investment, you yep. know, whatever. But when I want to send certain people, those certain people are too uh, – they're bringing sunglasses and hats. Yeah. And they're not going to go to Texas and be without their families for that long yeah. the people that would would really benefit benefit yeah. from that and that's part of my you know we we try to do group trips and group things like that and and there's always a couple people and they're just like i can't because of this or blah blah sure. blah i those are the people i want to send the most those are the can, people that come back black and blue though Oof. yeah <laughs> they're gonna get broken i'd be good for them. can i tell you something i thought maybe there was a chance that you were gonna be like Nah, dude, I just didn't even do it. I just chilled out in Texas for a while and came back. Okay. I really thought, I was, I, I, I thought maybe this dude, I mean, I thought maybe they weren't going to be as professional. Because, like, you know, summer camp stuff, there's grades to summer camps. We have summer camps here in Fort Wayne that you send your kids to. Some of them are just a bunch of fat white people tell them, go play on the swing sets for two, three days. Yeah. Some of them, you know, they learn how to build soapbox race cars and archery. They, they, archery and how to start a fire from scratch and all that kind of like 
enrichment stuff. And I thought, well, if it's going to be like the low tier, these guys aren't going to come correct and gain his respect instantly, then it's not going to be. And I was like, then they're going to tell him, you know, he's fat or stupid or too good or whatever. And instantly being like, peace. I, uh, I'm driving the bus back. I would be lying to you bus. if after day one I didn't sit in that room thinking, there's no way in hell I'm going tomorrow. Like, I, it crossed my mind. I was like, I can't. I literally said, I don't think I can do this. No way. Yeah, and I'm not and one, you're a hard dude. I'm not one that likes. I, I don't quit usually. No. Like, there are some things I'm like, no. yeah, I'm good. You know, but, bro. Mentally, physically, emotionally, I was I was spent. Let's get into it. Let's. Get I was like, it. nah, I'm, I don't even want to talk about it. You know, not right now. I'm saying, but <laughs> I don't even want to talk about this anymore. Type thing. Like, and then I thought I was like, <laughs> it's funny because it actually goes back to the very first time I did seventy five hard. I remember why I told you why I did Cause, it because I said you wouldn't because you it. said I couldn't do it. Yeah, and then I thought maybe he thinks I can't do this. I'd be and I was like, you, I thought, I'm not gonna lose. Like, <laughs> I'm going all in. Like, I have to. I don't have a choice right now. I didn't box you in like I normally do. Be like, you must go, or if you no. don't go, you I'll, told me I didn't I'll, have to. You know, just yeah, whatever. And I, usually, when I'm trying to make you do stuff that you don't necessarily want to do, I go, if you don't do this exactly, then you will accompany this much monetary fucking punishment. Blah blah blah, or just so you don't have an easy out. That's yeah. why I try to box you in like that because you do hold up your end of the bargain every time. My favorite is when you say you're gonna put a month's worth of uh, wages up on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's happening. If Ryan agrees to anything like that, it's you can just write the check. It's fine. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and so I want to get into it. I want to get into there's some group things that happened. Sure. With people wearing sunglasses or hats or whatever they had. Um, anybody wearing headphones or anything like that? No. I uh, thought, maybe like, what if they try no. to, like, get pumped for this and they're, like, down there listening to their iPods or something? So you guys get to what I assume is desert because that's pretty much what's around there. Or did you guys go to a luscious green place or? No, it was woods. Woods. Yeah, woods. Texas woods. Known yeah. for their gentleness. Huh. No, you no. Know, bears and snakes. Like, yeah. do you know how many rattlesnakes are in Texas? Uh, a bunch. I killed yeah. them. Remember, I showed that video oh, where, I, yeah, where I killed that one right, in Texas. When you were bear hunting. Yeah. Well, I was turkey hunting and turned into a wildebeest hunt. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I suck at turkey hunting, so I killed a wildebeest way slower. Um, <laughs> and I killed a rattlesnake. There's a bunch of them out there. And I was just talking to a, a brother this morning, actually, and I, he got poison ivy pretty bad out there. So I didn't even. Everything's think prickly. That. The yeah. grass is prickly. Yeah. It yeah. sucks. It, Crawling around the ground, turkey hunting. I mean, everything. We think like those those little birds that we get when we hunt or, or, or trek. And, and Oh, yeah. And those are nothing compared to the ones out there. Yeah. Nothing. People yeah. don't understand that. They are nothing compared to the average just weeds that they have there. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, everything is like a mini cactus. It's crazy. Yep. But uh, that's the only thing I know about Texas, being out there in the 100-degree heat every day doing turkey hunting was really texas you know how i will i'll go to a place like i've done this with you several times man i want to live here you know yeah like when we went to georgia and did that uh yes. fly fishing i was like man i want to live here go to jacksonville with you oh man i want to live here everywhere i go i'd be like anywhere but indiana like i want nope i'll take indiana no nope. i'm not doing texas i'm texas good too much yeah not a fan so you get 
off the bus. Yeah. And? And it starts. And it starts. <laughs> it begins. There's and no slow like roll it, to it there's either. There's no slow roll no. to it. They're not like, hey, guys, this is what today's itinerary is. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. You don't know what you're doing from minute to minute. Really? They just... Even when sometimes when you're doing it, you don't even know what the hell you're doing, bro. That's like how like messed up you are. Like It takes a lot to break me mm-hmm. uh, mentally. Right? Physically, I mean, come on. You can break me physically pretty easily, you know, if you really put it down. I'll keep coming at you, but I'm not going to be as aggressive as it goes. But um, mentally, it's pretty hard to get to me. When you do, though, you you do. I mean, you've experienced it. You know, Mm -hmm. I've broken down on you before. Um, Man, they know how to do it. Start your, can we say, intense physical stuff. Yes. And was it like a like? Can we say runs or can we say like Up it hills. was? Yeah, runs of forty people. Yes, or they break out. Everyone together all the Everyone time. Everyone together all doing the, time. the same thing every single time. Yes, interesting. Yep. Because I thought, how do you get forty people to do? You know, we'll jump ahead. Like if they're doing ice things or whatever. Like how do sure. they get forty people? That stuff. That what you stuff. just said there. That's okay. in rotation. Okay, but, but um, I'm like, I mean, I knew there was going to be some runs and some and. Are people working at their own pace? Like, let's say, like, there's a run right after we get on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. What happens? There's obviously some dudes that are just cocky. Sure. And fit. These are successful business people, all of them in their own right. Yeah. You know, they might have a gas station, but like in their own right, they're all. You got to be somewhat successful to be able to go do that. It's kind of. In the middle of the week. Correct. You know, when everybody else is out grinding and you're out, well, you're grinding, but. You're not getting paid to be out no, there. You know, you, you, you spent there. money to go do this. And yeah. so, like, there's imagine there's people, but they all make you maintain pace with everybody, or is there you some know, people that fall? Because I mean, if me and you run, you're in a little bit better shape than me. Like, you're gonna make it a little bit further than I would at the same right. jog. It's it. They they do let you. I mean, they're not sitting there whooping you. You know. Um, you find yourself wanting to compete anyways, yeah. you know, on your own and try to maintain. Did you find out that you could run middle of the pack most of the time? Bro, I, I was probably on the slower end. Um, not probably. I was on the slower end for sure compared to some of these guys that were out there. Were some, there were some studs out there, yeah. really. Even some of these, like, 50, 60-year-olds I see out there. They're studs. Studs. But what's cool about it is like if your dad was they meet you where you're at. You're right. Yeah. So you don't have to be a stud to be out there. Okay. Um, you're going to get the same experience. Okay. If you That's allow That's good for people thinking about it. doing this. I mean, you know. I've got a torn ACL, torn meniscus, and I've had back surgery. And heart stuff. Yeah. I was in the emergency room two days before, Correct. three days before I left. You know, um, so they that's that's what's really good is I mean they do meet you where you're at and if you if you communicate with them, you know, you can do like myself, I can't do a burpee, right? I just can't. Um my back and my knee would not allow me to do it. Can I do a modified burpee? Yes, and they're cool with that, you know. So um that's what I did. Nice. You know? Yeah. So what part can you get in about day one? Um man, the whole the whole experience is like, I know it sounds cliche to say life-changing, but it it's life-changing, you know? Um, 
it opens your eyes to a lot of things. Even while you're in there doing the, the nitty-gritty physical stuff, you realize that there's a reason why you're doing this, right? And it brings you closer to... Um, brings you closer to who you want to be as a person, even. I got that from the YouTube videos a lot. When they would break these people down at the certain points at, at those... Uh, at those impact impasse points where like they're you know if you look at the youtube they're spraying them in the with a hose in the face or you know we've talked about maybe doing the ice challenges and then you and um, i are running the, the uh we are doing a future ice challenge i don't know if i could do 14 minutes if you actually did 14 we're doing minutes it bro <laughs> but um i think they 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 yell at these people for responses and they keep doing this until you give them a response and the whole idea is to get you out of your comfort zone so it's not a fabricated thing it's an in the moment what you're feeling right there you know, most people think that we do it for the money. Um, we do it for pride or we do it for, you know, some people don't do it for their family. Some people, you know, do it for other reasons. And so whatever your reason was, they kind of like foster that and they kind of solidify that. That's what's cool, too, is like that group out there. There were single dads out there. There was married couples out there. Or, really? It was all over the place. There was divorced people. I mean, the whole nine yards. Um, and that's what makes it neat is because at the end of the day we all could come together and have one common ground and that was <laughs> to survive the day um one common ground to become a better person you know and that's really their focus mm -hmm. is to become a better person i mean to level um, you up what's that to level yes. you up yeah in all aspects of life and that's right. what you know it's their focus just is is not on religion no their focus is not just on um finance or or business you know um it's it's all four pillars of your life you know um and they really really dig in and get you to open up and um get your inner self talking you know get your get those emotions out get those demons out and bring them to light because a lot of us bury what we're fighting it's a lot easier to be like yeah you know hey listen i know i know i'm a terrible dad okay um but i've got to do this 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 and this to be able to provide for my kids so i'll, I'll i accept being a terrible dad and i'm just going to move on and keep doing what i'm doing right living in quiet desperation yeah yep. yeah but you can still do all those things you need to do to provide for your family and still try to be a better dad right mm -hmm. and that's 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 what's really cool is that they they can bring that out of you yeah so can you tell us something about the physical stuff that you did the first day can you, um yeah it, i mean was it so push-ups and burpees and running or Push-ups, burpees, running, ice baths. First uh, day ice baths. Oh, bro. First like, day. It was like, we're breaking you. Let's go ahead and First do it. First day. Yeah. Can't imagine two more days. Well, that's what I was thinking. That's why I was laying in a... Two more days. And I then what's even, what's even crazier... They slow roll you out there. Like, they make it earlier in the morning the next day, and you're like... Like, wait, so bro, we can't more, we start? Can't we start at time. noon again? Yeah. Like, more, more, like more noon's good with me. Function. Like, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Let's do it noon. But no, we'll have you out there at seven a.m. You know, like, ugh. You know, Damn. but it's um. You know what's really crazy is the days are long, and I'm not gonna tell you like how long, but they're long. Yeah. 
Um, but you don't even realize it. Like, at the end of it, at the end of day three, you're like, I could do this every day for the rest of my life if it stayed like this. Interesting. Like, I thought that you were taking it 100% after the no communication. Because, I don't know, we bounce off each other a lot. Yeah. And for you to go radio dark for two days. Three is, days. Well, I mean, the day that, or I guess I'm counting the days that you got there versus that. Oh, and yeah. Then the end of the third day. It's technically two full 24-hour periods of nothing from, from Ryan Trout. And I was like, oh, shit, what did I send him to? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I, you know what? That was, that was a very hard thing to do. Because I am tethered to that thing. Yeah, we all are. Yeah. Yeah, we all are. But I didn't even miss it. Like, when I got back and I looked down, I, bro, I didn't even open half of my messages because I, I didn't even want to see them. Like, I didn't want to lose focus of where I was at. That's, and that's the truth. And I was like, these things are the devil. Yeah. Straight up, they're the devil because. Necessary evil in our lives. They are. And, it, and it, you will never be able to get rid of them again. Never. never. You know, but what I did learn is, is how you can control them a bit. You know, you can control them. You don't have to have that thing on you all the time. No. You don't. Um, look, did the company keep running? Yeah. Did sales keep coming in? Yeah. Is my family still intact? Hopefully. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything's good. Nothing, the world didn't end. You know, so if you could just take that thing and set it down a little bit every day, you yeah. know, I'm what, looking forward to those lessons you could teach me. Well, think about what kind of impact it would even have on like. Just, well, I charge it three times a day now. Oh, yeah. Easily. Three times a day. Yeah. hundred percent. Dead to full every yep. day. I charge this phone. Yep. Because I just on it. Yeah. I mean, most of my job is communication. It is. hundred like, uh, percent. Our jobs are this. I mean, that's how I talk to sales reps. That's how I talk to Sierra. That's how I send orders. I mean. Everything is done through that phone, right? But I even think about it as, you know, I'll get a little deep with you and I here. Even when we're sitting at your desk having a conversation, how many times are we interrupted oh by God. that phone? All the time. Right? What kind of communication are we having, really? It's not genuine. It's broken. It is broken up. You know? And what, what moments are we missing there? You know? what? Yeah. Like, even if you don't take it... Take it financially, bro. Okay. Take it business. Like, you and I do our best brainstorming together, sitting at that desk, and just bouncing ideas off of each mm -hmm. other, right? How much better would our ideas be if we could set this to the side and not worry about this thing? Yeah. You know, and spend 100% of our time focused on each other and getting to the meats and potatoes of what we want to accomplish. But that's why I think, like, this podcast platform is so necessary for me. Bro, for three years you've been saying, I want to start a podcast. Think of all the content you even said, you missed oh, bro. over the last... <laughs> the best, probably. Because of my honestly. The best, honestly. Well, we made it to the top now. We can talk about stuff. And like, dude, the struggle would have been... I didn't have $10,000 with podcast equipment and things like that at that time, but like I could have done anything. But I really am liking the one-on-one -on -one time they've been mostly employees i've had uh chat on the vice president of lake city and yep. you know and i've i've, I've uh, i'll have uh some of the more well-to-do people here and you know my dad said he's gonna do one things That'd outside the one. company would be great 
But those two or three hours that I get of undefined, you know, no phone, no nothing, just I'm in there and I'm getting to know them, you know, uh, and they're getting 100% of me. And a lot of the people that are watching this, a lot of the people that either work here or, you know, secondary people, they watch this. I never knew this about you. I never right. knew that about you because we don't. Because it's different. Like, if we're in the office, we get that, you know, pleasantries through, and then I'm on to the next thing. Right. You know, I don't get to anything meaningful. I make a couple jokes. I walk through the office. I touch people inappropriately, you and Jimmy. And then, you know, I I go back to doing whatever I was doing before. And you don't get that. But I get the two hours. Yes, it benefits the brand yes it benefits the person i'm talking to and you know all that stuff but like i literally benefits me of having a two to three hour conversation where we see where it goes and i've had some podcasts that last 45 minutes to an hour and i've had a couple last three hours right and i don't get that normally because we have wives kids work i mean just have so much going on it's hard to balance it all sometimes and that all gets in the way so that's why I like coming in here. Now we're doing it pretty early today, but like most of the time it's nine, ten o'clock at night. Everybody's gone home. Wish it was cooler. I'm sure everyone can see the, the sweat in 4K. Feels like um, I'm in Texas. But uh, I've really enjoyed this medium of talking to people. I hate talking to people on the phone. I'm good at it. Very good at it. But I hate it. You know, I like text messages because it allows me for a response really quickly this is the best medium for communication that I think that's out there right now. Cause you can just the small amount of editing for potty breaks and things like that. It's all just unfiltered going back and forth, letting a conversation develop normally. Are we more professional on this and we don't go crazy? Sure. But like you're getting most of us a hundred percent of how we would be if you were at our desk 30 yards away right now. Right. So, yeah. So they're making you do that stuff. They're the phones thing. The the this, the being untethered from the phone was huge. Yeah. Um, I would. I, that's the one thing that if I could, if I could look at you right now and say, the one thing that I want to give up in life, out of all the things I could pick, it would probably be that phone. Because like the clarity that I had, not being interrupted all the time. You know, um, having that moment to re- reflect and not be worried about what Facebook notification I just got or what Snapchat I just got or uh, what email I just got, text. Me- it's so distracting. Like, I right now we're talking and I keep looking down at it, see if it lit, it's light up at all. Oh, we're training, you know? bro. Yeah. I mean, even when Those that thing's on complete silent, I know it's going off. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous, you know. Um, but that's the one thing that I got. I I can't I can't remember if it was day one or day two. It doesn't matter. I spent a moment, moment, thirty forty minutes, completely by myself. Out in the field or in the hotel? Out in the middle of the woods. Okay, you know, and. It was the best 40 minutes of my life, I think. Because I actually, I know it sounds 
weird to say or whatnot to some people. Um, but you can hear, like, I struggle with my faith life, right? But I literally sat there and was like, man, God, if you got anything to tell me, can you just, like, speak up a little bit, you know, like, say it louder for the guy here, you know? And, like, I spent that moment just listening, you know? And you can, dude. Like, you can listen and you can hear, you know? It might be... That's why I told it. I was telling somebody, I was like, man, it's, <clears throat> I jotted some things down, but I didn't want them to seem like they were corny, right? Like, oh, that's pretty fictitious. Like that's made up or whatever, you know? But I was like, you know what? Let them think it's fictitious or corny because this is really how I'm feeling right now. You know, I'm like, I'm not doing this for, the other guy I'm doing this for me so who cares what they think you know and that's that's a hard thing as a <clears throat> for me to grasp because I'm always worried about what people think always you know and uh, I honestly could care less like well think about it um, the whole t-shirt thing how many times have you invited me over to the pool or the hot tub what do I always have on t-shirt t-shirt always you know and that's that low that's that low self-esteem in me right but when i was there and the things that we had to do and stuff like I that believe it huh i couldn't believe it no but it's not me but i finally had that breakthrough it was like you know what i gotta stop caring what people think got to because it how much is that holding you back it really is and if i could add something to that i had I don't know when Devon's podcast, when it will come out, if it will come back. We got deep on that, a lot of meta stuff. Um, he's my personal trainer. Oh. And we had, even after the podcast, a break breakdown of, of stuff. And the, especially, it's not just the black community, but they have a, and, and the Mexican, for sure, the, the Latino, they have such a pride thing. And that pride really goes on to the, that self-esteem, that caring what people think, respect. Mm. They all need that, want that. And, um, and we and you've talked about throughout the entirety of our relationship is, I just don't care. I want people to be happy. I want to do good for them so, you know, they'll be better. And if they like me in the process, that's awesome. But I don't care. You've seen me take my shirt off. Uh, I've sent pictures of my naked body to you. I don't care. Like shower pictures. I don't care. I don't. I, I do not care. If it made you laugh, it was worth it. I don't do it for no reason. But like, if simple things like that can bring people happiness and do whatever, I don't care. I asked today, uh, in the canvas thing, I think it was the canvas uh, meeting. And they go, we've never seen you without a beard. And I go, I look like a fat lesbian. That's what I look like. I mean, I look like, I look like lesbian uh, Val Kilmer. I look terrible. And I go, do you guys want to see it? And everyone's like, yeah. And Jimmy's like, don't do what I've seen. It looks terrible. No, I've got a picture I could show you. Yeah. I mean, like, it doesn't look good. You know, I look like I have a van for sure. I look like I have a van, blacked out windows. It's not good. And, um, but I just don't care. But if it's fun for somebody or whatever, then what, I mean, 
I don't care my most of the comments on like Instagram when I do this stuff, they're like, cool, you know, uh, you should let your beard grow in more because you don't have a jawline and things like that. I'm like, okay. Well, Someone made that comment? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't care. I so don't, it's, I don't shows care. their insecurities, too, though. Yeah. You know. But again, I don't know who hurt him. <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> like, you know, but like, uh, I don't care. Um, but you are right. Getting back to your original point, if you cannot, if you can give up that being self-conscious about what people think about you, if you can give all that pride up, you'll be way more successful. And I do not care what field you are in. Right. Anything. Yeah. You can still be successful and have all the pride for sure. Okay. There's UFC fighters out there. They're only filled with pride and they go out there hundred percent. They get that respect. They demand that respect and they go out there and whoop ass. But if you can forego all those things of having to maintain a persona on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, if you have to be done people pleasing and be the best gift giver and be the best, uh, most helpful person when people move and, you know, um, wear the clothes that people think that you look the best in and all those things that are just noise. You know, if you can get rid of all, you can be way more successful, way more. Well, think about it. No matter what you do, you can't control how people think about you. No. And if you do gravitate towards one person's thinking to please them, right? Not only are you not pleasing yourself anymore, but there's still someone over here rooting against you. Always. So why don't you just be the person you are and let it all out? Yeah. And see where it takes you. You know, like, if if you have any um, will at all to win, you should count on yourself, yeah. right? Yeah, you need a team behind you. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's on you. No one gets – we're not saying that you – no one gets successful alone. No, absolutely okay? not. No. It's never happened. Bro, I mean that's how my that's how I win. My sales team is pretty damn successful. You're not going out there and making ninety percent of no, those. Okay? No, you're not touching. 90% I surround of myself by people that win. Same yeah. with my family, my friends. Obviously, all my friends fucking work here. Of course, I wouldn't be successful right. without them. Like no one gets successful by themselves. That being said, at the end, chips fall where they may. If you can't rely on yourself to piece all that stuff together, it's gonna be rough. Sure. It's going to be rough. You have to get lucky then. But here's what's dope about that. Because we all are going to hit rock bottom. Right? One way or another, we're going to have... So? We're, you, think, you think most people hit rock bottom? In one way or another. I'm not talking about just financially. Okay. Um, I wasn't talking about financially either. I mean, think about the divorce rate. You know, think about um, the, the fights with families. Um... There's, there's there's all kinds of things that we all face. We don't win. I guess there's day. always a new rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. Too. I shouldn't say rock bottom. Yeah, because like that that just I say we that. all. I figure like you're living on my couch and you have one pair of that's clothes. Rock bottom, rock like, that's rock bottom. Like that's rock bottom. Right? But like maybe or rock bottom for you is you are you lost your kids for you know nine, ten, twelve weeks because you're going through a divorce and that's rock bottom right mm -hmm. now. But then if you lose your house on top of that, then that's a new rock bottom. And then if you lose your car on top of that, that's a new rock bottom. But, like, yeah, I guess. Let's say struggles, difficult struggles, right? Or whatever. 
what's cool about that is not only do you get to overcome those things, but you find out who's really there rooting for you for the right reasons. Always. You know? Um, because that guy that's going to come help you out when you're really struggling. When you can provide nothing in return. Right. Or don't want to provide anything in return. You know? Um, that's the guy that's going to – you want there when you're winning. Yes. That deserves to be there when you're winning. For 100%. Sure. Uh, yeah. No, I definitely the, – the one of the greatest stories for that is, um, you know, Jimmy, I moved. And we weren't even that good of friends, you know. And he just kept on that, dropping me lines, like, every few months. Like, I just went to his wedding, and that was pretty much it. Hung out a few times, drank a few beers, that kind of stuff. And then kept on just being like, wish you'd move back. And I'm like, why does this fat Mexican want me to move back? Like, Poor Jimmy. Like, <laughs> sorry, well, I'm fat, too. I don't care. Um, but uh, he just kept dropping this line. And then, you know, we went through stages when I moved back. Like, I lived in a trailer, and he lived in an apartment. You know, and he would still come out. He helped me move out of the trailer and, you know, and uh, pick up. I mean, we fitted a kitchen table inside of a Zuzu Trooper. And if you don't know what a Zuzu Trooper is, they don't fit kitchen tables. Um, you know, and then moving into a little better apartment, he was there. And then he lost his job. And and I was there. I lived in an apartment. We, I wasn't, like, doing that much better than him. But, like, at least I had a job and an apartment. So now... I was doing a little bit better. And then he got a really good job at a cell phone store. And then I got fired from my dad's place. And then he helped me out again. Like, we went back and forth through all those things. It's like, it's nice to finally both be winning, you know, then at the end, you know, that's just the most clear cut dry of that stuff. You know, two DUIs, um, you know, uh, you know, many years ago. But like, did you almost like die in one even? Didn't family you? didn't talk to me. Most of my friends, since I had no money because I DUIs, didn't want to talk to me. Jimmy still drove me to the court cases, still still drove me around, drove me off at school. Still bought you some beers. Still, no, <laughs> bought me alcohol. <laughs> Kept me on a straight and narrow. Um, that kind of stuff. And you do want those people there. You need them. So, I mean, we're all going to face things. Eventually. Oh, my God. It's so much easier to face it with the group of people who actually care about you. Oh, so much. With no motive. Value, with no motive. And that's hard for you. Because you believe everybody has a motive. Everybody has a motive. Yep. I did you come to anything bro. during that stuff with any of that? Yeah. 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 Broad strokes on that. It's it's hard for me to accept the fact that somebody would love you just to love you. Did you start with the relationship with God first, and then you worked your way back, or was it the opposite of way around? You talking about on this experience? Yeah. Just the new information from this experience. Me and you will always go back and forth with trying to figure out our relationship forever. Right. Um, but like with the with the with like, it's a faith based thing, with pillars on family and friends and and business and relationship with God. So yeah, I can't tell you exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, for me personally, because again, that would that would possibly ruin it for somebody else, sure. right? But. Um, it was day two. So the whole first day, I still had my walls up, right? Like, I broke a little bit at night. At night, far, not even during the stuff. I'm The first night, I apologize. I broke a little bit on that first night. But I quickly was like, 
nope, you got in. I'm not. Nice you're done. Try. Get. You're nice going try, out the back devil. door now, bud. You know, like we're over. It's that was fun while it lasted, guys. And uh, day two, towards the end of day two, there was a real raw experience. And uh, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. it they're definitely. It's like another baptism, almost. It's like, uh, yeah, it was. When it you was get exposed uh, like that, is raw. Yeah. There was a comment made by a coach, and I said, "I got you." And that's when I let's I opened up right then. And. Uh, Just want to tell you the whole thing right now, but yeah, we're it's, gonna be it's, res- uh, we're gonna be respectful of the Rise yeah. Up Kings again, but, but it, we also want to give the people the motivation to do this. So if we can give broad strokes, yes, yeah. like just just that experience, that moment right there, day two at night, would be enough to make anybody want to go. Yeah, if they really knew what I can felt, you give a broad strokes of how you were feeling I, the uh, the. Because it's almost like a mix, right? Because it's like almost like this sadness. And oh, it then, was all it was sad. Yeah, sad. it's almost like a it's like a sadness um, when you get exposed. I don't, maybe I'm not saying exposed like that. When you get raw, is a better word that you used. Yeah, I, I. Can you say the topic of you were getting what you were getting? Were you getting raw internally? Were you getting raw about a certain type of thing? That moment, family, it, friends, God. That moment, it brought my real demon that's inside mm-hmm. out. Wow. And you're like a fan I, of therapy, and yeah. that was more than that oh, would ever do? That, I mean, a therapist hasn't, did never touch the surface compared with really? that. Really? Yeah, bro. Like, it, it's scary, right? Um, and then what was even crazier was that there was this coach that. I didn't like the way he carried him. You know how you know how I am. Like I I get uh, pre uh, once I get an opinion yeah. about you, that's the way you are. You know what I mean? Like if I think you're a thief, you're a thief, no matter what. True. You know, uh, if I think you're lying to me, you're a liar. You know, like you can't change my thinking. It's very hard for me to change my thinking about someone once I get an impression on them, right? And there was this coach. He'll probably he would probably laugh, but. Thought he was super arrogant, prick. Like, what? You get paid good money to be here because it obviously doesn't seem like you really want to be here. He, he was an asshole, dude. That's what I thought, right? And uh, yeah, that dude like he brought it all out, brought it all out, and it was by by giving you friction. He brought it out. No, by being there for me. So then at the time... I, that was the first time, I think... Because I even looked at you. I've looked at you and said, what's your intentions with me? Yeah. You know, and we've been friends for a while. A minute. And I'm like, why, why are you doing this? What's your motive? I, I say that all the time. What's your motive, right? And that was the first time that I thought, and I know you love me. Um, 
that's the first time I was like, damn, this dude ain't got nothing in it for him. You know? They already and, got their money. And the embrace, bro, like, unreal. Yeah. It's almost childlike when you get to that. Yeah. 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 I've experienced that a couple times. With you, I've experienced it, too. Yeah. Um, but it, it was, it was I, I, I just want to dump it all out, but it... it because I can't put it into words, like, how much that moment changed me. And then it was like my whole life flashed before me type thing. Like, my my previous life flashed right before me, and I'm like... Previous lives. <laughs> yeah, bro, I've had a lot of them. You've had a bunch of them. Like, I ha- like I'm all over the place. Like, I'm bipolar, bro. <laughs> You're not bipolar, but... When it comes to things I do, like I'm all over the spectrum. <laughs> You're all in every time on one thing. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And not a bunch of you, to live two lives at once, like is probably the max. But you've lived twenty lives. Hmm. Um, Sometimes I wonder. How now, I- did you get to that? How do they get you to that place? In so many words, like, the, is it a? Is it a? Because other people are being forthcoming, and then you feel like the spirit sort sort of thing, um, which I find a lot. You know, when people in church, you know, raise your hand if you you know need extra whatever love, and you come to the front mm-hmm. of the church, and they kind of give you that extra stuff. That that Pray helps for a lot you. of people. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a physical exertion where you know you're just you know you don't have any dog left in the fight, you know, um, and and in your in your too weak to fight it so it's it, 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 you open like a flower and the, or i'm trying to get it broad strokes so that way right, we don't right. ruin the things right um or is it uh were they talking to you no. and then like the, they weren't talking to you no. because that's another thing that like pastors are really good about invoking that emotional response it was it was i'll tell you this much on this part um they tell you what to go do, right? And they give you a couple questions to ask yourself. Okay? By yourself. By yourself. Not nobody around. You're, you're all by yourself, completely by yourself. Forty men are spread out all through this area, okay? Um, and they, they ask you a couple questions to ask yourself and put it down on paper, right? And... Uh, you go and you do what they tell you to do. And it's not no weird culty stuff, right? That they have you do, but it's they do have you do a certain thing before they do it. It's not prayer, it's not anything like that. Um but it's it's getting yourself self talk a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of those things are self talk. Yep. And then you ask yourself those questions and you just set, right? Which you do a lot of setting. <laughs> I, th- I think they do that for you to give you a little bit of a rest, too, from, like, all the exercise. From killing yourself. <laughs> but um, it, they asked, on this particular exercise, they asked you to write out um, some things, right? And I had to sit there and I had to think. And I was like, man, I've never let nobody in. To know me, the real me. You know, you you know what I think you need to know. 
but I've never let nobody in. And here's what's crazy. At the end of it, you realize that you're not the only person that thinks that way. A lot of people don't let people in. It's one of the most beautiful things about these group things is that, and I think that's why religion is really successful too in itself, is that the struggles that you think are your own, Mm. you're not special. You're not special, bro. You're not. You make yourself into this. You play victim. You're a titan of industry. You're a bad dude. You're big. You're famous. You're, you know, the best dude at whatever. And you have all these struggles underneath all these things. And you're like, no one will understand because no one else goes through anything that I've gone through before. And that's what makes me me. And I, I wear this like this because... I have particular struggles that nobody goes through. And so that's why I can't connect with people. Yeah. Which turns out to be completely false. Well, here's something crazy that I'll throw out there um, because nobody knows who I'm talking about. But for myself personally, I have a, uh, obviously I, anybody that knows me halfway knows that I have a very um, messed up relationship, let's say with my kids, right? Um, Tumultuous at times. Big word. I just want to throw. Yeah, it I know. Go Do you on. got Google? Yeah. What did you just say to me? Tumultuous. <laughs> um, you know, like honestly, I haven't talked to my middle daughter in God, I don't know how long. It was at least probably five or six years, bro. You know, uh, my my youngest daughter, she, I haven't talked to her in a minute, right? Um, my son, we talk, you know, here and there type thing, but I haven't talked to him in. I take that back. We just were talking the other day on text, but uh, I haven't physically seen him in over a year, right? Um, and I created that scenario. I'm not going to say that they did. They didn't do it. I did it, right? But I thought I was the only one that had kids that didn't talk to him, right? Bro, do you know how many dads out there that have relationships or lack of relationships with their kids? Like, I thought this whole entire time that I was the only dad ever that their kids hate them. And that's not true. You know, um, there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of the common things that everybody struggles with, but it was an eye opener to me that you're not special, dude. You've got the same demons. You got the same problem. You got everything else. They all face them. Right. But, that's we are real quick to play victim you know we don't hold ourselves accountable for what we've done you know um because it's a lot easier to blame somebody else a lot easier and i'd have the best relationship in the world with my kids if they would just do this you know why is it their responsibility so that was the second night then the kids stuff uh no that that came to me like realistically listening to people talk after the first day first day yeah because some people opened up a lot faster oh yeah some people are i mean you're one of the hardest dudes i've ever met i don't like to open dude you're one of the hardest dudes well i'm not going to give you ammo to use against me yeah you hate when people have leverage yeah it's not my and everything emotion that those those situations like you know if you didn't trust that organization that's a lot of leverage they could use against you to manipulate you and things like that Obviously, at some point, you trust them and, and do all that kind of stuff. But, like, when you're compromised, then, you know, you're compromised. 
I wish, looking back, the only thing I regret about that whole entire experience was for me taking so long to break down, to open up. But think about it differently. If you'd have opened up, would you have been as real as yourself and then not had that emotional experience when it really came out? When it really came out. Yeah, that's a good thing to say. Yeah. Because I've... Obviously, three years ago was a very tumultuous time in my life. Yeah. Divorce, I'm starting the factory, I'm losing a business partner, the list goes on. And like those quiet moments when you can self-reflect and you can find some light, you know, in that are some of the best moments ever. I mean, you... So it was the best, one of the best moments of your life being alone for 40 minutes in the woods. You know, when you don't have those distractions and you don't have all those creature comforts and, and all that other stuff and you just have you and you, you talk about letting, you know, maybe a higher power talk to you or whatever. Sure. Um, it can be nature. It can be God. It can be a whole bunch of different things. We're not saying it has to be, you know, bearded man in the sky. We're just saying, you know, something speak to you. Like, those moments are crazy cool, you know? And no one will ever experience them like, like how you'll experience them. That's special. Right. Because um, they all mean different things. Like, I was really thankful at those times. Living in a in a trailer again, you know, inside of a factory and, you know, being you alone. You weren't living in a trailer, bro. You were living in a camper. I was living in a pool behind. Yeah. That was permanently parked inside of a factory. He did have grass, though. Did have astroturf. Yep. Those things are extremely profound, and you just can't get them by going to church. Hmm. You just can't get them hiking in the woods. It's the distractions. You, of you church. can't get that with other people around. We generally love to be around each other, and we love to be around other people around here and stuff. It's a really good culture here, and we've talked about it on a thousand podcasts so far. But when you're alone. And you can be alone with your thoughts mm. and be comfortable, which I don't think anyone's truly comfortable with, like, their own thoughts. But I love it now. If you can, well, you love it now. But I'm still on that high. You're still on that high, you know, when bad stuff is happening and then you're alone with your thoughts, it's, it's, it's nuts. Yeah, if your mindset's not right, those bad thoughts can... Yeah, become. I mean, I cover most of my stuff up with work. Yeah. I don't have a drug problem. I don't have an alcohol problem. I don't have a anything i have what i want to not worry about old boy just driving through the garage door totaled a box truck the other day uh, i just worked I, I did the whole upstairs redecked it hung up all the clothes reorganized it. i just worked through it and then by the end again i'm too tired to have the those those be i care about any of that stuff because i'm so tired mm. And, and that's how I get through it. I know myself, you know. I'm, I'm thankful that you had this experience to where you can kind of experience a little bit of that because you covered up, again, a lot with um, activities and a lot of people. You use a lot of people a lot um, to escape from certain things. You know, even motorcycle riding, you know, even that kind that's of stuff. Favorite escape. You know, like, but even that's a distraction. Yeah, you know? 100%. You're doing something. Yep. You know, good or bad, it doesn't matter. I mean, like, it's just a distraction. If you're drinking fucking, 
you know, 10 pack a, a Bud Light, it's a distraction. You know? Right. Um, I'm, I'm happy that you had that. So, oh, so thankful. They had you do a diary um, before this thing. Did you take that pretty seriously leading up to the fact, or was it hit and miss? It was hit and miss. Yeah, yeah it was. I mean, I was all in for, like, what, four days, and then yeah. I was like, ah, well, you know, uh, I don't need to do that today. I'm too busy today. I got to go do this today, whatever. You know, um, then I pick it back up, put it back down, pick it back up, put it back down. Did that come into usefulness when you were there, or is that pretty much just getting you ready to put your thoughts on paper? I think that's what it's designed to do. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times people do that to get you accustomed to, like, if you've never done any of that stuff before, yep. you have three days to get this experience. Right. Not a week. Not a month. You have three days. Right. So a lot of times they'll, they'll, they'll prime the ignition by getting you to do some of that stuff, and they didn't use any of that. But. Uh, and I always thought I was, like, a, a note-taker anyways type person or a journaler. Jur- <laughs> Is journal or a word? Yeah, I think it so. Is? Okay. Yeah, it sounds right. I get in those moments, you know, where I'll I'll do it, you know. Um, but I think I was just doing it blind before. Like I didn't I didn't have a purpose. I was like, oh well. Rooney went and fetched the ball today, you know. Woohoo! Rooney the dog, uh, whatever, you know. Um, but if you do it with a purpose, it's it's a little bit different, you know. Okay. I'm still. I mean, what? I've been back since Saturday, so three days. You know, it's only three days, but I'm still journaling every day. Like, and I've got a meditation app that I'm using, you know, and I, I like it. You know, it's I think it's good for me. I think it's healthy for me. Um, might not be good for everybody. No, this we're, we're not talking about indoctrinating our, our viewership with this and everything we talk about. We're different people. Right. You're type A, and you have some demons, and and uh, or you want to know yourself better. Um, you know, maybe these things are good, um, but if you generally like who you are and and like everything that you're doing, which is hopefully not everybody. I mean, like if you get real with yourself, like there's some things you don't like about you. Then maybe some of this stuff is good, you know. And if you have the ability to go cross country and take a week of your life and commit to something like this that might be a good boost start for you boost start boost start yeah my good boost for you um to start you know changing some stuff and you're gonna have to i think that you know now knowing what you found out before this experience is that you have to continue these things i'll say listen bro i mean if you're not practicing it every day what are you doing for yourself you know what i'm saying like Let's say, let's say I took this experience and just eh, put it in the back, just like I'd, I've done other experiences, right? Is it really making you any better? So really, you are the only person in control of making yourself better. If you want it, you'll do it. If you don't, you'll just keep doing what you've been doing, right? Because I'm, I've been, I'm pretty successful, right? Like, I'm pretty blessed. Um, And I could be like, bro, I'm good. Like, I'm going on coast mode. I ain't got nothing to worry about, right? And it's not necessarily that I want to be better just fine. I mean, of course, I want more money. But 
that's not all I'm worried about anymore in life. And I think I think I said this to you a couple couple months ago. I think is like uh, more mortality is a realization to me now. You know, like I am I'm getting up there, bro. Right. Once you crease forty, it seems a lot closer. Yeah, I'm almost fifty. Right. And it's like, you start thinking, you're like, did I accomplish everything? Not just financially, you know, did I accomplish everything I wanted to accomplish? Have I, have I left a good roadmap, you know? And I can honestly look at you and say, no, I haven't. I haven't, but it's not too late. You know, I can, I can change that. Did Money's always been a big motivator for you, and it's yeah. also been a big um, demon. <laughs> demon per se. I mean, in a certain way, managing money, I guess, maybe a, a demon. Not that you're bad with your finances or anything. You pay all your bills and do all that kind of stuff. But like, did any of that come up with this trip? No, no. Finance didn't even. So like... face value stuff went away. We did all inner deep dive stuff. Yeah. Friends, family, God, like, um, faith, family, fitness, faith, family, fitness. Yep. Okay. And then the, uh, the other would be religion. Yeah. I know I'm, I'm still screwing it up. I apologize. Right. So there's four faith, pillars. fitness, finance, family, family, right? The finance part. I don't really care about that. No. I don't. You know, I've, I've got the ability to me turn you cash. Are, yeah. Me and you, you are know? always like, oh, I want more money. I'll just go get more money. I'll work a little harder oh, this week. I'll, you know, like it, it's. We find a way. And it's disgusting that we think that way, actually, because we, we got that raw talent that we can do it. It's not disgusting. It's just what we value. Yeah. You know that I don't value money. No, you don't. I don't value money near enough that I need to no. value money. No. But then again, I don't value other stuff that I should also value more. I think the two biggest things that I personally took out of this the most, now I guess the three, the finance was the only one that I really didn't care about, you know? And it, it's not that I don't care about it. I'm super cocky in that thing. Like the guy that was super fitness out there, yeah. you know, he might be struggling financially. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I didn't ask him, are you broke? You know, like that, those questions I never asked anybody, but also if they had all four covered, they're not going to, right. They're not going right. to rise up Kings. Right. Let's just be honest. Yep. Like, and my focus when I went out there wasn't even family. Cause I've always been that guy like, eh, were you mostly, were you, that's a good question. Were you mostly business then going out there? I would say I knew there was, uh, there was a high fitness yeah, uh, okay. focus on yeah. that out there. Which is and, what you were trying to accomplish. Yep. And, uh, also, um, fine. Um, <laughs> God, I, my faith, faith, you know, we because we want to say faith from now on. So I'm using God. Yeah, let's say faith. Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah, not everybody believes in God, you know? I, I mean, I do broad strokes with, like, you know, you don't have to believe in a bearded Jesus up there or anything like that. Like, so um, he can be baby Jesus. When I was asked personally out there about it, I was blunt. I said, I lead towards more uh, agnostic than anything. You know, I know there's Even something. Even being just recently baptized and yeah. all that stuff was 
real raw. Yeah, I, I know there's something out there. I want to believe. At some point, you got to be honest with yourself that it's something's out there. All this can't be for nothing and right. for no reason. Right. And we just have all this stuff. And it doesn't just happen. It just doesn't happen. It does. It does. There was no like, oh, what? There's a spark. We'll create the spark. Yeah. Come on. Right. Something. Something had to do it. At some point, even if you're scientific, at some point, something, something had to happen. Something had to create that science to make it happen. You know, like whatever. But. But I, you know, you know how I was raised. Um, I'm not gonna get into that no. shit. Um, and I've been down every avenue when it comes to religion, and I'm just like, Pfft. and then I even got to the point where I'm like, what if I'm wrong? You know what I mean? Like, at, like because I start think I start on this trip um, before this trip. Okay, I started looking at religion like because there's so many out there, right? I mean, when you think about, like, Baptists, there's different Baptists out there. There's Catholic. There's all kinds of stuff out there, right? So you're like, well, which one's the right one? You know, they can't all be right, right? You know, someone's got to be wrong. So it's like, what's the point? You know, like, I'm, I'm just going to roll the dice and live the way I want to live. You know, like, forget it. God loves me so much, he'll forgive me, right? That was kind of like my mentality for a while. If there's a God out there and he's loving and caring, then he'll get over whatever I've done, Right? Um, so I just kind of gave up on the whole religious thing, you know, but for me personally, I need it. I think, yeah, I, I think I'm pretty sure I do. Dude. What part of you thinks you need it? Cause that's when I feel the most grounded, mm. you know, when I, when I'm, when I'm active in that, um, and I'm, I'm paying attention and I'm, I'm trying to study, trying to learn things like that. I, I find myself a little calmer, you know, a little bit more at peace. And even if it's only a couple degrees difference, who cares? Like it's it's for the better. It's not for the worse, you know. Working out one day a week is still better than working out zero days a week. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. Um, so I think it's just the little things that that religion brings that helps me be more grounded. Fair. And I could still be wrong, you know. But no, there's no rule book to any of this. There really isn't, you know. So day one, physical craziness. Yep. Followed up during the evening times. I'm assuming that was a little bit of a breakthrough where you opened up a little bit. A little bit. Yep. Day two, physical, harder than the first day. Huh. Made first day look easy. Can we talk about the ice bath stuff? Because I'm really. That was day one. Day one. Can we talk about the ice bath stuff? What do you want to know? <laughs> well, I mean, I recently just purchased a cold plunge. Um, yep. Cold plunge. If you want to sponsor this podcast, um, you know, the plunge. Um, I just bought a commercial plunge tub for the factory. Or you could save seven thousand nine hundred dollars and get a Arctic. That's exactly how much they are actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't feel really good about spending that money, but also. I know that if we had to keep up with it and do all that kind of stuff, then like if we had to be like, oh, it's going to be dirty today, well, the commercial thing kind of cleans itself and all that stuff. I don't have to worry about it. So I don't know why I justified myself to no one. But anyway, we have one coming. It's going to be here within a week or something. And uh, I really like the challenge of doing something like that. Uh, the... 
the whole idea of doing something very hard at some point in your day and and you struggle with anxiety even in that you have you have all your shit together almost all the time you know on the surface well yeah i mean that still counts i mean yeah. like just having your shit together i mean but the anxiety part is still real i don't right. experience anxiety like like anyone else i don't have only a couple times have i ever experienced like actual anxiety really i just that emotional side of me is is done so like that's a very emotional response when like what happens if you know I'm like ah, whatever baby being born you know wrong and and uh and having disabilities and things like that sure a little bit of anxiety there but not enough to like break me or whatever my normal cycle that cold plunge thing for a lot of people that have anxiety they do three minutes a day in that fight or flight response of where your body thinks it's dying Mm-hmm. And you learn how to breathe through that, acclimate, and push past it, or just live in that suck for a while, is really, I'm really interested in that. So that's why I was going to ask you. I won't ask you what they asked you during those times, but you said 14 minutes. It was 14. I, that's what I was told that I was about 14 minutes in there. Is that average, what everyone else does? Yeah, that- I mean, everybody... You know what's crazy? That's nuts. Because, like, I've watched bodybuilders online try to get in these things and just being like, nope. It's, well, uh, don't get me, don't get it twisted. People were, were, were fighting it. I mean, I fought it. Like, it, it's not easy. Mm. Um, That's what I like about it. There's no way to be. We could all lift weights. And make it easier, eventually. We, we all, if you're trying to do 12 and you get six in, you're like, whew, put it down. There's no way to not make that suck any less. Right. It's not a resistance thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just like, I can get through them, but it's just going to hurt a lot. Um, you, it sucks every second, and you have to push past that. Yeah. And not Because of physical, there's a limit, right? There's a limit what we can do physically. Me and you couldn't, you couldn't run all the way home right now. No. You know, you live two hours away. I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't run, run to the front driveway probably. <laughs> But from what I'm hearing, you could probably spend two hours in a cold plunge and suck the entire time, you know, but you could like mentally get past that, but it still sucked just as worse, or if not worser than worser, then we're being making all a, kinds of new words. We're tonight. making all kinds of new words here in the podcast. Laugh your way to the top. And uh, you just, you're in it. Yeah. And there's nothing but mental stuff to keep you in there or not. What's weird is I found it relaxing pocket is hot as fuck that could be but no it's it was really we're it's dying for, it was weird for me like when i got out i was the like, first one in the ice bath huh it's 110 i'm the first one in the yeah, ice bath. No, oh i was i thought i was i think there was only one guy after me and that was it everyone else had went because i was sitting there thinking oh, i'm not because honestly it wasn't even the tub okay I was like, I'm not doing what they're doing. Like, there's no way you are going to have me do this. Like, uh-uh. Forget it. Is there anything in the whole process that you just didn't do anything? Nope, I did it all. Um, yeah, yeah. There was there was some modifications I did. I, th- I don't think sure, I did. Sure, sure, but you didn't just say no. No, no I'm not built like that. Yeah, yeah I'm not. So the, the, the cold thing. My ankle, bro, you should have saw my ankle day too, though. You know how it swells swollen. up and everything? Yeah. Oh, bro. Weird angle swells up like crazy. Ridiculous. You know, my knee. Oof. So, 
cold stuff. Second to last dude. Yeah. You have anxiety at this point. I don't know if anxiety is the right word. I had... I think it was more like I had fear of them breaking me. I had fear of them breaking me. Okay. Like, That's I'm interesting. Like, I, I was like, there's, I'm not going to let them have me open up. Interesting. Not like that. You weren't even fighting the physical aspects. No, because I know I can do just about anything. Interesting. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean. You were you, holding back your, the mind version yeah. of that. You were holding back. You're putting walls up and like, no, I know that if I get in here, that maybe I could break for a second because I'm going to be focused on all this other stuff and they'll get me. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they, I don't think I've ever heard that before. And they low-key got me. That's what yeah. really makes me mad. I'm like, because I went in there thinking, I'm going to set it out. You know, I'm going to win. I'm going to get out. And, and they like, ask you questions when you're in there and stuff like that. And some, some there's communication. So there's communication. Yep. We won't go into what other thing, But, like, obviously they're trying to take down barriers in this whole process to build you back up. But, but why you thought not, you were going to try to get in there. Why in a freaking ice bath? <laughs> yeah. You were going to be like, I'm cool, bro. And just sit there 14 minutes and being like, so how's your relationship with Johnny? Like, Great. And family, that's awesome. You want to tell us anything? Nope. Like, just sit there. That's almost the- how it went in the beginning. Like, I was like, I'm good. Like, how many minutes in? Like, I, I would be lying to you. Um, I, I, know, I know some comments that I made, and I don't really want to get 14 minutes has to seem like an hour. In the ice bath. I, you know what? I would have sat there all day. Ain't that weird? That's so weird. Like, it didn't bother me. Like, I was cold, yeah. but talking. We're talking about ice bath. They had literally had ice in it was a tub. Yeah. Okay. They had literally ice in the tub with them. It wasn't it, like It was like a trough, I guess you would call yeah, it. Yeah, it was like with the cows and stuff yeah, yeah, they got yeah. them and stuff. Yeah. That, that's pretty common. This is cold water. This isn't 70 degree, like I'm not getting in the pool because it's too cold. This is like... 50 sub 50s tub depending on how long it was out there and how hot it was out there you could get it sub 50 Uh, this is cold there was fresh ice being dumped constantly constantly but um for me i would rather sat sit there in the misery of the cold than i have to tell them anything ah i was like i could probably set this out Like, they're going to at one point be like, all right, bro, get the hell out of the tub. Right. You know, and I pass, see ya. See ya. You know, but. I'm going back on the bus. (laughs) There was a question asked, and I was like, what'd you just say? You know, and it caught me off guard, and I was like, I got to answer this, you know. And Are Are they all the same questions to everybody? Do you know? I don't remember. I don't think. Did you watch anybody else do it? Yeah. But you know how I kind of like put myself somewhere else. Okay. It wasn't that I was bored. It wasn't that I didn't care about those people. I mean, I could tell you some brief stories that they all, obviously I'm not going to, but I could because I paid attention enough there, but I was like in my mind so much. Somebody's breaking down about their family. I'd be like, that's not going to be me. Yeah. That's kind of the way it was, bro. (laughs) Like, nope, you are not going to find like, I'm not going to let you use this against me later on. Like, and that's how I operate in life. Usually true. Like, I am not going to give you anything that you can use against me. Like, why would I do that? 
You know, like I even have a hard time training new sales reps sometimes because I'm like, I don't want them to be able to go do this somewhere else. Like, yeah. why am I teaching them to do this? You know, um, so you're sitting there watching people go through. You watched, I mean, shit, a bunch of people go through yeah. it. Yeah, ten plus people at least. They're doing it even in sections. I think there was eighteen that went before me. Then you get in seventeen or eight. You're being hard. Yeah, they've been like Ryan Trout. Tell me a little about yourself. You're like, I'm good, bro. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they ask you a question, break down a little bit. You're like, Poof. did you suck back up after that? Nope. Nope. Then they open they, it up. They hit me. They dude. open it up. They do that. I They're, went down for the count. Yeah. Yeah. And then at a certain point, they feel like they got enough out of that experience. To get I, you out. I found myself. I found myself realizing that it was happening, and I tried to stack them bricks back up real fast, like, but it was too late. When you get out, what did you feel? Cold. <laughs> I was cold. Even in 95, 98. Yeah, I was like, it, all of a sudden it hit me when I got out. I was like, oof, you know. Um, did you try to be as still as possible? It was like, cool yeah, punch. yeah, it was. It creates a thermal barrier around you. If you don't move at all, it's way easier to do it. Really? The cold plunge that I got circulates the water so you never get a thermal barrier. Really? That's why it goes numb so quick when you're in there. Because, like, the first minute obviously sucks, you know. Yeah. Well, and then, it, it did, well, then none of it was pleasant. None of it's pleasant, but you can get through it once you start breathing. Yeah. And that kind of stuff, you create the thermal barrier, and there's a warm water all around you. Really. And it stays around you. Can't yeah, do that. I learned in, something new. Can't do that in the cold plunge. It's like a jet tub. Hmm. Moves it around. Way more comfortable. I'm still gonna be you. I I'm, I I don't feel good about my chances now. I think we should do a podcast on it. I don't <laughs> in it like we in just it. go. It's big, bro. bro. We could do we could do one. Oh my god, it sounds terrible. I don't want. We can't do it. It's we can't move the table and stuff. I don't care. We're not doing it. Couldn't we just have someone iPhone? No, in? no, we can't do it. It's impossible. Thanks, Ryan. Wait. Anyway, thanks for coming you on don't the podcast. Lose. But <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be in the tub for someone 15 minutes. You know, I think that's crazy. I've done it before in. 35 degree weather and negative degree water it's in utah it's cold in we, the winter time we should do it and we did it for five minutes and that was, was my body was shutting down we should do it down. back and forth like go to the sauna go to the cold plunge i did go get a sauna, sauna too is what go to the about. cold plunge go back and forth and see how long we can do uh, it see if we can have a heart attack and have a conversation through the whole entire process uh, i think we'd have a cool breakthrough then or death. That's another thing I want to have a conversation with. Do you think that because you are such a, you don't think of yourself as a giver and stuff, but you love to bring value to, to other people and it's reserved because you don't also want to show that you care about anybody, you know, um, but you do really like to bring smiles to people's faces, obviously. Um, do you think that you will take the teachings of this and work it into not only your family life, obviously religion, but like, will you think that you could, do you think that your sales management position is you'll be able to take certain things from here and gently bring people to, to be better? I already feel it happening. Yeah. Day one back. I already feel it happening. I, I find myself thinking 
What if I was sitting across it? And I got two new salespeople I'm training right now, right? Fresh today. Sorry today. And that was the first thing I, I said to myself. What if I was them sitting right there? And you hate empathy. Huh? You oh, hate I empathy. Hate it. It's for weak. It, it, well, it opens you up because you have to be like openly like, oh, man, I don't want to yell at them because then I'll, you know, it's like, no, right. they deserve it. I don't even like sympathy, really. Yeah. You know, but I, I I feel it already working in me in that aspect. Heck, I, I sent a text message to one of the sales reps, and I wanted to, first thing, I wanted to fly off the handle, right? Um, but I didn't fly off the handle. I sat there, and I thought about it for a second, and I asked the questions, and I'm thankful I didn't fly off the handle like I normally would have because the answers were right. He did the right things, right? And normally I would have just assumed he didn't do the right things, that he did what he wanted and he was being a type A guy thinking he could handle it all himself and he screwed us up on a deal and everything else, right? Those were all the things that I wanted to think, but I was like, I'm gonna give him a chance to explain himself real fast and see if it makes sense. And if I would have flown off the handle like I normally done, I would have yelled at him for nothing because everything he did was exactly right. You know, and I was like, huh. You know, so I took away from that immediately. That's cool. And that's the stuff that I get off on is like, if I can, I don't really care about self-betterment for me. I know that you had a lot of a, it's going to help you personally mm-hmm. and that's cool me i've just always been not about me but if the people around me can benefit from me going something through that then i'm all for it yeah you know and i that really does speak to me when you say all this stuff i look at it as different light i have a weak relationship with religion but it's fine i respect everybody and everybody you know I, I do the best I can every day, morality-wise, every single day. The family stuff, I do more for my family. Even my family's well-off or have a lot of love or any, I still, my friends, come on. I kill myself for my friends. My business, kill myself for my business and stuff, which I consider finance for sure. me. But, you know, but if I can level up, if I can be better for my people and then they're in turn getting better, if me and you can have a better relationship by me going through this, then I'm all for that. It's a different light. Same concept. I'll get better, but I don't want to do it for, I don't I want to do it. I really don't want to, I don't care about doing it for me. I like who I am and I'm very appreciative for everything and I'm very. You got to have something you want to work on, bro. Oh, I want to work on it all. I, I want to level up everything. You know, I want to level up everything. And I'm not trying to sell this Rise Up Kings by no means. You right? are trying to sell it, aren't Am you? Am I? I don't. I don't Do you like, believe in it? Do you want people to go to it? Yeah, bro. Then, then you yeah. are selling it. It's yeah. fine. I, I, like I said earlier in this, you have no affiliation with Rise Up Kings or anything no, like uh, that. You don't get a referral bonus if you mention Ryan Trouton. No. Ryan Trouton, twenty percent discount. Yeah. No. Um. I I don't think that there's one person that couldn't benefit from it. 
I agree with you. Knowing what you've saying and and what you've done. I mean, even and you're such a. I mean, if there's anybody that wouldn't work, that what? That wouldn't work in this program. Yeah, it'd be you. Yeah, hundred percent. Let's be honest. I'm open to new stuff. I went skinny dipping in in Georgia. I'm I'm very afraid of a the dark. Not very afraid, but I'm moderately afraid of the dark. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't I don't like Just it. Learn something new about you. I don't like it. When I go to sleep, the moment I shut off my phone, I go to sleep. I don't, I don't like to be in the darkness. I don't I don't I don't I don't like that. I love Two. That. Nature. I have such a healthy respect for nature that I know there's snakes. I know there's bears. I know there's stuff. In Georgia is what I'm talking about. But like I know there's that stuff. And so Wild Boar. What? Wild Boar. Wild Boar. Anything like that. I know that snapping turtles, anything like that. I'm like, if I jump in naked, what if I jump right on a snake and he bites me and then now baby Roscoe doesn't have a father? I'm like, all that stuff. And then also just being naked out in the open. With also, the nearest hospital is like an hour away, maybe two hours. It's crazy far away. Like, what if I land on the one boulder that's underneath here and I just break my spine? I, you know, Oof. whatever. Like, I don't like it, but I, I did it just I like doing new stuff and, you know, exposing myself to that. I, I like leveling up and like being more comfortable in that kind of stuff. I push myself constantly to do it. I'm, I mean, shit, I got a sauna and a cold plunge and personal trainer and all that stuff i really want to do that and you can't tell the benefits of it right now but like even that moderate stuff helps me a lot and so if that would be helpful to me i would represent that brand too yeah i'd have to go buy another thousand dollars of the clothes to go there because i don't have anything oh yeah probably more most of your stuff if i lose another 20 30 pounds i could fit into all your stuff you could now no yeah i'm a 3xlt all day baby you're two XLT. Same, same. Skinny boy. Man, I will tell you one thing. Okay. When you go out there, right, you have to give them your shirt size, right? Um, be sure to go higher. <laughs> <laughs> getting that stuff made in China. Bro. Oof. You know how I am about that stuff. Everything's got to be loose. You know, I want to stay covered up. I don't want my belly hanging out. None of that stuff, right? So I ordered a size bigger, and it was still skin tight. And I'm like, what in the heck is going on here? Like, And immediately I was I like. I imagine it's a Rise Up Kings t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, t-shirt, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which you see on the uh, YouTube. So I can go ahead and put yeah. that out there. Yeah, you get the t-shirts you wear because that's part of Graduation. your uniform. No, that's part of your uniform through the week. So you like, had to wear all that. You had to bring all that shit, and they give you stuff. Well, you remember, I only brought one black T-shirt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Well, yep. um, you had to work out in a tight ass shirt the whole time. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm self conscious all the time, right? And I'm like, the first thing that they make you do is put this T-shirt on. I'm like, I took it back off and looked at the tag, and I'm like, what? Like, why is this so tight? You know, and that that alone made me want to quit. Truthfully, I was like. Ugh, I'm not wearing. I'm just gonna wear my black T-shirt that I brought. You know, you can't make me wear this T-shirt. That was like my mentality. But I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. And you did it. I did it. I kept pulling on it the whole time I was out there, dude. Tried to make it longer somehow. It don't get a little longer. It didn't get any longer. We talked about the first day. We talked about the second day. Yeah. 
breakthrough, all that stuff. You go to sleep good that that night on the second day. Slept because, like a baby the yeah. whole entire time I yeah. was out there. Oh, the whole time you the whole time. Well, so I was saying like the not first, the first night, yeah, the first the very night, first night. Like, no, no, nah. no. I didn't sleep at all. When you're but, emotionally and physically spent, the greatest oh. night's sleep of all times. Bro, day two, the after day two of going through that, I I don't even think I remember laying down. Like, I had to take a shower before I went to bed, and that normally would revive me. You know, take a shower, like, oh, I'm good for another four hours now. And I took a shower, and I laid down on the bed, and I was like, Pfft. I didn't even look at my phone that night. Didn't even look at my phone that night because I was like, I went right to bed, like right to bed. And uh, slept great. Yeah. That brings us to the third day. Yeah. Third day starts out how? Rough. Early? I, yeah. And Oh, yeah. Early. Actually, Plus an hour it, and a half lining earlier up at than the, lining all the up other at days. The, the hotel again. Yeah, every day every starts Every day lining up. Yep. I imagine it was like that. Yep. Still people fucking up and wearing... That was the that was the day that I was like, oh my god, dude! Like, I want to hit you right now! Like, seriously, you did this? Like, how how did you do that? Like, that's why I started. I actually went up to them, I believe, sometime during the day, and I said, "Bro, did they pay you, or did they tell you to do that?" Like, and he said, "No." I was like, "Why did you do it?" And he's like, "I." didn't even think about it and i'm like because you think by day three they're broke oh come on man come on after the first day i was like Meh. i'm not it's gonna be the one pretty pretty uh, simple yeah. dress right dress yeah, you, you know you did it right the first day yeah yeah actually i did no i didn't no i didn't i did it put one thing i had to think what did i i left my necklace on oh. didn't think about it i didn't even remember it was on me to be honest with you by the second day, you're like, come correct. By third yeah. day, you're like, duh. And then everyone else. It was a no-brainer by day three, you would think. So day three starts out. People are still messing up. One person. One person. Yeah. You're like, idiot. Idiot. Yeah. Um, get on the buses. Yeah. You go to the same woods you've been going to. Oh, no. Every, every day is a different spot. Really? Yeah. Even throughout the day, you're taken to different spots. Are these public spots? Or are they like? Yeah. 90% of them are public wow. spots. Yeah, there was only one spot that wasn't. Yeah, starts out same like a run like a. Do you remember? Yeah, um, that was actually the hardest day for me. Mm -hmm. um, because it was so strenuous. Um, I had literally i I thought I put my knee out, like that's how bad it was that day. Um, but I still, for some reason, didn't quit, bro. Like I was a lot slower. Right. And that was, if I sent you a picture, I said, don't share yeah. this with nobody. That was that day. Yeah. Um, crawling through the mud. No, that wasn't mud. That day. sand, sand and water. Sand. Yeah. Sand and water. And, uh, that activity. And I'm not even going to tell you the duration. Right, because, right, right, right. But was the toughest thing that, and then here's what's crazy is i didn't realize until later on that day that it mentally broke me too because Weird. something happened in the moment you didn't realize nope didn't realize it until later on that day when uh we were taught everyone was talking and there was a speaker and i was like 
wait a second. I got I I had an emotion happen to me during that whole, and I, it just came out of the blue. Like I had an emotion happen to me during that exercise that like messed me up in the head, dude. Like it literally it did. It messed me up in the head. That's the only way to put it. And I didn't realize what kind of damage it did to me until later on in the day and it hit me. Because someone had said something that was they were they were speaking and I was like like a light bulb went off. It was an aha moment. And I was like, oh my God. I I felt this feeling when I witnessed what happened happen. I want to tell you, but that one I definitely sure. can't. Sure, sure, sure. Um, that I didn't realize how bad I hurt people. Interesting. And how bad I was hurt at a younger age to make me act that way. And it all came to me why during this exercise and I hours didn't even later. didn't even realize that it came to me until hours later. This was like six o'clock at night that it dawned on me that that had happened to me that day. It was crazy. Man. Yeah, that is nuts. But I mean, it's it's real though. Like, Your ripple effect is huge. I mean, what you what you put into the world is a lot of times what you get out of it. You know, good and bad. Yep. And uh, honestly, if that you're not like David Goggins and who's going to carry the boat sort of deal, <laughs> you know, like it's tough. Like yeah. if you're putting a lot of negativity, if you're breeding that, um, there's a good chance that they're taking that home and they're taking it to their families or their friends or their work or their whatever. Yeah. You know, the ripples are huge. Just that little thing that happened made me realize one of my biggest mistakes as a father. And you weren't even in a leadership role at this point in the exercise. No. I was just doing I was just doing this this exercise that was given to us and I witnessed something happen during that exercise. I it didn't compute right then, maybe because I was so tired. I don't know, but it didn't compute right then. And then later on that day, listening to a speaker, it popped in my head for some reason. Maybe he said something. I don't know. I'd be lying to you right now, but it popped in my head and I was like, oh my God, what happened? I did to my kids, you know? And I'm like, that's really sort of continuing the cycle sort of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which is huge. Like it's a lot of people do that. You know, they don't want to be there. They're especially if you had a rough upbringing, um, they don't want to put that on their kids. And so I'm not going to be like that. Right. But oftentimes, it's hard to break that cycle. You think that you're going to be like that. And, you know, I've made excuses like, you know, been like, well, I mean, I know I'm not home now. But, like, when he's five, well, I'll be able to go to Bali with him or whatever. I'll be able to go take him to Disney World once a month if I want to or whatever. But I'm making the concessions now. And so that way I can well, – same thing that my dad did. You know, I'll build a business and then I'll be able to spend which it's great. It's like he's been able to afford me a great life. But – you know, we don't want to make those same mistakes, rolling effects, you know, throughout the things, but it's really hard not to. It's hard not to. It's really hard yeah. not to because we're programmed. We're so programmed. We are so programmed. Like, I even see things, like, that I do. I'm like, oh, my God, my dad did that. Yeah. 
you know, or, oh, my God, even, like, your grandparents. Oh, my God, my grandpa did that. Which you speak highly of. Yeah. 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 Um, But there's still aspects that, you know, you're like, eh, I shouldn't be doing like that. You know, I shouldn't be like grandpa with that or shouldn't be, you know. But, uh, it, it, yeah, it's, man, I'm. I I cut my mind's kind of blank right now to be honest with sure. you because it just like everything just you're still trick- tapped you're still tapped um yes hundred percent yeah and for some reason I feel like uh, it's almost like triggered that emotion again right now and it was like oof and it took me right back to what we were doing in that moment I physically just now got tired yeah like mentally physically and everything. that's weird dude no like, it definitely happens um. So going forward now, you think, you feel, I like how you put the Rise Up Kings. I just got that bottle. It's facing directly towards the camera. The love What that. is? The Rise Up King bottle. Ah. ah. Sponsor of Rise Up Kings. We're begging for it. Um, <laughs> the amount of, let's call it juice that you got from this. Yeah. What do you need to keep that up? You like, know, like, cause like I've done that. Sure. The rah rah, the physical or emotional things, not to the degree at all of what you're talking about. I don't want to make, like, I've had like this experience before. I have not, but I do know some of these things wear off in times. They all do. They all do. What do you think will need to happen for you to extend this? Because you can't do the same things forever. You're not going to go on a three-mile run and then go to the ice bath every day and then break down emotionally to a coach. And then, you know, you're not going to do that. So, like, what do you think that to get the most out of it, like let's say we keep up for six months, Mm -hmm. which I think is a realistic goal, what do you think that you need to do? It's all an accountability thing, really. Which is the brotherhood stuff. Yep. 100%. 100%. Hop it on. I mean, you were on a Zoom call this, this morning. morning. Yep. Yep. I think it was like a two and a half hour call. Of the people that were in the class or past people or both? No, people of the class. People in the class. Yep. Yep. Um, and and really it's um, because you do. You go through these things, right? And like even when we went out, I went out to a, me and a couple of sales reps. You let a, you had me take them out there to uh, where did we South go? Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, I think yeah. South Carolina. Greenville, I think. I couldn't remember if it was North Carolina or Green, South Carolina. Greenville, right? Man, I don't remember. Yeah, it was somewhere out there. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I mean, you remember. We came back. We were super hyped. Jacked. Super hyped. And we put a lot of things into motion that were extremely successful. Extremely. And then the, uh, the flame wore out, right? Yeah. You went back to... We went back to what we're comfortable with, right? Um, and that's it's funny because part of that uh, Zoom meeting this morning talked about that. You know, like we have thermometers, right? You know, um, and we might operate at 98 degrees real good all the time, right? It even goes back to what I was saying earlier. Um, I don't have to do any changes. Really don't. I would live a happy life be fine, be able to take care of my family, do whatever I want to pretty much within reason and wouldn't have anything to worry about, right? So I didn't really have a reason to do this, okay? Um, but if you want to get better, 
right? You got to raise that thermometer a little bit, right? And which that's what this did, but it's super easy to turn it off and go back down to where we were. Oh my God. Super. That's the easiest that's thing in the world. That's why they have to break you. Yeah. Because it's too easy to go laissez faire about the whole operation and just go, whatever. Yep. My life is how it's going to be. And, and you know what? Like, a lot of people don't, a lot, even a lot of the people out there didn't have to really bitch about their lives, you know? As far as being financially secure, I mean, I don't know where they were, truthfully, but um, they could have painted a pretty good facade, you know? Like, they have a great life and everything else, but they just battle some demons just like everybody else. Um, but we all were there for a reason, right? And what's the odds of you finding that place, too? Like, ain't that weird? Weird. Super weird. I mean, I literally have never heard of anything like that. Because you even said just a few minutes ago, you're really not a religious guy. No, I, I have a weak I have a weak affiliation with right. with that. I so mean, what I, made this Rise Up King stand out to you? Well, I mean, I did the I mean, I did what I normally do, and I just researched, researched the it. shit out of it. Yeah, I mean, I literally, you know how I get into stuff. I don't buy a vacuum cleaner without right watching hours of video of people using them and the worst things about them and the best things about them and all that stuff. And then uh, to put it out even farther, those why why did you take that one? Pick that one and have me go to it. Well, I think that fit your current position in life where you were, you've been making huge strains physically. I mean, you've gone to lengths to improve your physical life, not only just for the health benefits, but like you feel better and you, you sure. do it. So I had to find something that had a physical fitness part of it, right? The same Taggart stuff was great, mm -hmm. but it, there was nothing like you couldn't even do the stuff, the ropes and stuff, because they had like a two hundred fifty pound weight limit or something oh, like yeah, that, right? That's right. That last so day, like yeah. you know, I can't have the. Oh, that made me so mad. Oh, that day. so mad. That was the adventure park. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the fitness thing was huge, and then you're in a leadership role. Whether at times you feel like you are. And the passenger seat. Passenger seat. You running. You're running it. Right. You know, everyone can put their, if like, even if you work at, you know, a subway or something like that, if you're the dude that the people rely on to make things work, like you're the dude, right. own that and level up everybody to their fullest amount and then move on if, if that's what you got to do. But like you do everything that you can all the time for everyone that relies on you. And, and there's been oftentimes, I mean, you've talked and been like, well, man, I just do my job and go, well, I mean your job is pretty all-encompassing so you can you can frame it like that if you want but the wheels don't turn unless ryan trouton's in the, at the helm it just doesn't turn like that it just it won't ever turn like that and so it's easy to write those things off so i need to find a leadership you know part of it because all those people were pretty much leaders of their own right whether right. they were leaders of their family or leaders of the gas station they owned or leaders of you know a multi-million dollar corporation or roofing you know humble roofing yep. was there another roofing? I ran, no i ran into three people out there that actually knew uh i don't know why i'm telling you this no, right now i could have told you off off no. base but you know when we first started perfect seal solutions we bought from metal exteriors right yeah and right now I'm still talking because I'm trying to remember the cat's name. But they bought from Metal Exteriors, who, too? No, who, who ran Metal Exteriors? Uh, Carl. And Carl. Yeah. There was three guys out there that knew Carl Zimmerman. He's big now. He's like big, big. He's big, big now. Yeah. 
But that if, you started out this size factory, and now it's like ten times bigger. They were telling me all about Shiloh, Ohio, and everything. I'm like, yeah, bro, how do you know about Shiloh, Ohio? Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Weird, because you found that place. Yeah. Well, I found it through somebody I knew. You but found yeah. it though. Yep. That's so weird. It's yep. such a small. And you were in Texas. We were in Texas. Yeah, that's crazy. Weird. Yeah. So you weren't in Midwest or something. Like no. That. No. Anyway, sorry. He's big. Squirrel. No. That's where we eventually. That's where we got our medal originally, and they're great dudes. Um, but I, so I had to get the physical part. I had to get the leadership part, and I've known that you with the faith stuff, um, not struggled with it per se, because you never come to me and go, "Oh man, I'm struggling my faith hard today." You know, I'm just hot or cold with it. It's just hot or cold. I mean, you're all in or you're all out. Yeah. So when you're all in, you're going to those faith based study things and you're meeting the pastor on off hours and you're getting baptized and you're doing all that stuff. Rashad and things like that. Shout out Rashad. Um, My homie. (laughs) You're doing all those things. And then if you're not, you're not doing any of those things. You're not going to church. You're not meeting with pastors, not bettering that stuff, you know, at all. So that seemed to me like it would best fit. There's a lot of. Not a lot, but there was two or three others that that heavily relied on one of those things. Mm. I didn't want you to sit in a temple somewhere and contemplate your life. I would have went nuts. You know, I didn't. I didn't want that. Yeah. I also didn't want you to go take high level, you know, leadership skills from someone who had some moderate success in life. And then and then do that. I also didn't want you to go to a boot camp where they would just teach you how to not be fat. You know, like cool. Well, I send you to fat camp. You know, like so. This was kind of like the best of all things for you. The best of all things wrapped into one. Yeah. When you went to this and came back, one of the things was that you made some new. Can we call them friendships? Do we call them relationships? Do we call them? What do we call them? Brothers, for sure, because that's what the brotherhood's about. You know what's crazy, though, is, like, that's the one thing that I wasn't buying into right away. Because I'm like, man, I've got people I know my whole life that have been friends, you know, good friends that I still don't call brother. Like, that's pretty serious for me to say that. You know, like, to call you brother, I that means something to me. And a lot of people just means, oh, brother, what's up, brother? You know, or what's up, bro? Whatever. Um, to me, that, there's more to it than that, mm. you know? And I can honestly say that I made some brothers out there in That's just awesome. three days. Yeah. Like, it made us closer. I mean, think of all the struggles that we've had yeah. during our lifetime together. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't have been near as good as friends had we not struggled together like we struggled together. And no, so man, we had- when you go through that kind of stuff, there's common ground i yep. mean you share that burden with somebody i mean that's same thing with marriage you know like all that kind of stuff i mean you you really dive deep in them when you have those intricate i'm not gonna say fabricated things they do make you struggle on purpose oh sure yeah but it doesn't make the hurt any less just no. because you know what's coming doesn't make it any less suck and so when you commiserate like that in such a positive manner it really speaks, and you get to know people on a deeper level. Now, yeah. you did hear their – what helps, too, is, like, you've heard their dark things. Right. I mean, they're not always dark, but the, they're demons. There's some dark ones. They're, they're, they're demons or whatever. Yeah. And so they know your demons. You know their demons. Right. 
that's a that's a good place to start. Yeah. You know, when you can have a relationship. Now, you've had a therapist before, and I don't think that you've, uh, you know, an opposed that. Therapy is super wonderful. Yeah. I recommend it for everyone. I recommend everyone. it, yeah. Absolutely everyone. You don't have to be struggling with mental health or anything like that. If you just want someone, a third party to talk to, maybe you're having some problems or uh, maybe you want some clarification on marriage stuff or, or financial. I mean, if you think that, you know, if your financial guy can give you, that's therapy in itself, too. I mean, all these different kinds of therapy. Sometimes it's best to get unbiased. Massage therapy. I mean, they're all they're all, all, ta- they're all <laughs> yeah. We all need that. Massage therapy. It's huge. Right. Um, physical connection with somebody else. Um, all those things. Like I, 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 there's no bias for me. I've had people in my life, in my family, in my personal circle that uh, do therapy, and they're not messed up at all. You don't have to be messed up to go to therapy that's that's a that's a negative connotation to a a thing that people have nowadays that you have to be like super dark or super struggling mentally you know you can't go to work because you're 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 consumed by depression or anything you can just go there to better yourself just like this thing so anybody out there just a little disclaimer like just go it's not that sometimes insurance pays for it so just go and they don't they don't have anything to um hide let's say like yeah when you tell them how you're feeling they can give you a raw answer back and they don't have to worry about eating dinner with you that night you know what i mean <laughs> like they can tell so you true. how it is so true you know like, we still gotta work together right we still gotta work together every day yeah i remember your wife had, you gotta go sleep right next to her right so you can have some real deep conversation We're like listen i'm really unhappy with this oh well I'll be fine 30 minutes when we go try to lay silently in bed together. So, like, a third-party person... I have to worry about a knife being over you when you wake yeah, up. Yeah, I'm like, shh, go to sleep. <laughs> um, but that stuff... You've told people that you don't tell therapists when you were at this um, event. Bro, yeah. I mean, that's huge. And I swear... They've I, done with you three days, so I couldn't get you to do in six, seven years. I swear I wasn't going to break. Like I, I told myself, you're not breaking. Like that's so cool. And I, I was being real with myself when I was. I wasn't. It wasn't like a. Oh, I'm a bad motherfucker. You know. I. It was. I'm not breaking. You're not breaking me. I am not falling for this shit. You know. You know. Uh, I'm here to get what I what nuggets I can out of it, and that's it. You know. And I'll be on my way. But. So I wasn't even open to that. Once I realized what they were doing with people, I was like, I'm not open to that concept. And you're not. That's so strange that they can do that in front of you and you still succumb to. Yeah. Well, it's not them. They're just the vessels, bro. If you want to get on, like, if if I could go down the religious side of it, that's, that is like, uh, that's the Holy Spirit working. Yeah. You know, if you don't believe in that, it's, it's whatever, whatever it is that you believe in working you. They're more present in those moments, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. especially in the struggle um and here's the thing i mean those people were kind of almost like electric rods for for positivity and 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 religion and those things too so they were they were tapping you guys into that it wasn't that that those guys are you know those coaches struggle and and do all that kind of stuff too but and they're not they're not professional counselors they're not uh one of the coaches he was he said i'm a trained killer that's what he was. You know, he was in the military. He was a trained killer. He didn't give a shit about people. You know, like, he does, 
but his job was to get rid of the enemy. You know what I mean? Like, so, and they, they're not paid to be there, you know, like it, it's crazy to think that these people have, wow. It's even, I just, even just now I thought about this is like, these are not professionals in psychology or whatnot. And they were able to break me when I've paid thousands of dollars to psychologists that I just kind of fluffed my way through because I felt like I needed it. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't real with those experiences. And maybe you thought those people were better than you and you weren't going to like show them your weaknesses and stuff, which you have, we struggle with. Sure. You know, um, on both aspects, the therapists and these guys. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they broke you way faster than unreal. Than was, Cause know. I'm usually way stronger than that. Well, it's not that I was weak, but I'm usually. No, you're a strong, dude. Yeah, it was like, woof. You're a strong, dude. Like, how did you do this? Do you think that any part of you would like to go do that? What? Because I feel like you ordering people around doing that kind of stuff would huh. be underneath your wheelhouse. Uh, not right now, obviously, until you grow in the faith and grow in the aspect and become a pillar of their community and stuff, too. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how that happens. You just don't be like, hey, you're really good at this. Come, come, come do a next one, you know. But, like, do you think that either on a small thing here or doing it there, like going out there once a year and, and experiencing that from the other side? I think what would be cool about it, I don't think I'm – Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't think of myself highly enough, but I, I don't think I'm qualified enough to do that for so, someone. But to like, it goes back to our very first podcast that you and I did together. I talked about how like I like to train salespeople because I like to see the outcome, right? And I like to saying. see how they, how successful they've become, and things like that. I think it would be awesome to live that experience on the other side and watch other people transform with that like I did. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be neat. I don't know if I'm ready. Yeah. I, I'm not ready no. to do that yet. But um, would it be awesome to do one day? Yeah, sure. It would awesome be, be awesome to do one day. Just to be able to give to somebody what, what they gave to me. You, you got know? your money's worth out of that. Oh, bro. For sure. How often do they recommend coming back and doing? They have like so. There's the, the ruck, yep. then they have the awakening, then they have, or maybe it's awakening well, no. and ruck. Then ruck is uh, rise up kings. That's just the name of. Oh, okay. It. Yep. Sorry. Awakening is what I did. Awakening, and then they yeah. have. They have other another, tiers to yeah, it. Yeah, there's a tier. You have to go do this one to be able to go to the second one. Yeah, and I I don't want to talk on it too much because I really don't know the yeah. details off the top of my head. But there's there's levels of this game. So you think in every year maybe. I, I mean, here's what's cool about it. Um, and this goes along with, you know, when you go to these other events and these other things, um, that fire dies out after time when you come back, right? Um, like we were talking about with yeah. us going to North Carolina, South Carolina, that, that fire burned out. It was really – we got our money back out of it because it was, very, it was very successful for a couple months, right? But then we fizzled out on it. Our, our thermostat went back down to where we're complacent, right? Um, this experience doesn't end, right, at Rise Up Kings. And what I mean by that is, heck, man, Tuesday. It's Tuesday. I got back when Saturday. My days are all screwed up. 
Um, and Tuesday we have a two and a half, I think it, I think it was a two and a half hour zoom call, right? I'd have to look at my phone to tell you. it was, it's definitely longer than an hour and a half for sure. I think it was two and a half, whatever, two, two and a half, something like that. And it's every week, right? That's good. And then there's things that I'm part of on here now that, um, there's daily communication with the people that I went through this experience with. Now, hopefully that maintains, right? It won't forever. But it could. It could. It could. It's nice to believe that it could. If you're holding each other accountable, um, just like just like our, our Prano, right? Um, we're very active on Prano. We've had that now for how long? Two or three years? Mm-hmm. You know, and we use that as a form of communication. And we also use it to encourage people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a direct encouragement. It's like uh, so and so. I see you. Yeah, exactly. I just sold for forty grand. I just sold for thirty grand. I just got a hat trick today. You know, stuff like that. So it's it's quiet motivation, mm-hmm. right? And accountability. I think that will, for me personally, will do the same thing. Good. Because um, I don't want it to be all for nothing. I don't think, yeah, no one goes into it being like, you know, cool, I'm glad I did that. But this this experience here was more of a, it's more personal. Yeah. So because it's more personal, I think I'm going to be more apt to stay on that. What was the first, and you can share if you don't want to, you don't have to, what was the first conversation like with uh, your family when you got back? We can do broad strokes if you'd like. What was the general, what they saw? What did you tell them? Um, so I have reasons why I, I was, uh, I have been really reserved with telling people a lot of details. And it came from a saying that someone told me why I was out there. And that saying is, is, don't rush to failure. Okay? I think I've already said it to you once since I've been back, actually. You can bury somebody, right, with your enthusiasm. I could come back and I could have dumped it all out, right, and just word vomited everything. And that would do nothing for the person on the other side. Okay? especially if you want that person to come along with you on this journey, right? Because you ruined it for them by telling them everything, by dumping everything on them. The best way to share that experience with somebody is to live it. And what I mean by that is kind of like a lead by example thing, okay? Every step that I take from here forward, right? Someone's either gonna gain from it are going to lose from it. So how many of them blocks are you going to make it so that way they're gaining from it? Okay. Like, like for instance, um, it even, it, it even happened with us on 75 hard, right? Because you doubted that I could do it. Uh, Zach doubted that I could do it. I believe Jimmy doubted that I could do it. A lot of people doubted that I could do it, that it was a lot of just talk. Right. And, uh, Hell, I doubted that I could do it. Honestly, I'm like, Jesus, you know, day 35, and I'm like, I'll do anything for a burger and fries right now. Just don't tell nobody. You know what I mean? Um, 
And I could have easily done that, really. I could have cheated the system and nobody would have known except for me, right? But the reason why I'm telling you that is when I did complete it and everyone did see that change because there was a, there was a pretty drastic change, bro, like 85-pound change, I believe it was. Crazy. Um, how many other people decided to do it after that? A lot. I think all of you did. Because it's proven. Yeah. It goes back to a story that the uh, – Les Brown shared um, about running the mile for years and years. No one could break eight minutes. And this is like early 50s or 40s or something like that. No one could break seven and a half, eight minutes until one person did it. Nowadays, we have high schools running sub five minute miles. Yeah. High schoolers, children, all because one person did it yeah. and it becomes attainable then and i i think that's kind of the same the same stance i'm taking on this is once you see that that change is stuck for a while it's going to raise a lot of curiosity and people are going to be like what the hell did he really go through in north texas you know like what what did happen out there because this dude has changed right and it's going to make them want to do it. It's definitely more profound when you can lead by example. Yeah, 100%. It's definitely more Everybody I mean, can. we even made it a competition here, 75 Yeah, mark. and not even that successful. I mean, mildly successful, but not 100% completion. Right, You know, yeah. And with this kind of stuff, it would be great to even have 50%. Yeah. You know, like if you could do that and we could send five people there next year, it would be huge. Right. I mean, we had 10 people that we'd like to send, but – Shit, five people, you know, if if they see, uh, you know, from a business standpoint, it's always great. Numbers are awesome if you do more numbers and stuff like that. But I've always been underneath the impression that the team, the 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 health of the team is always more important than the than the one person. And yeah. so if you can bring that up and get that more healthy through all this stuff that you have, then that will always be more important. My my leadership changes when i when i feel better about myself mm -hmm. you know and it, that doesn't always have to be physical health to feel better about yourself no you know um just making right choices right decisions um that are are gonna better you um betters the team for sure and that alone you can't put a price tag on you know so it it's worth it to to try yeah, you know, to just keep going. I've uh, had that on podcast before. Like, I talked to an interview today, and I just got this energy from him. And I was like, "Have you ever thought about starting your own business?" He's like, "Yeah." I go, "Why haven't you done it yet?" I don't want you for this. You probably watch this here coming for the time I told him I was gonna get back to him and probably watch it. But I was like, I mean, I, I, in my mind, I was like, I don't want you for this at all. But he had this spark. I was just like, I want to open my own like West Coast Customs. Like, start with a tent and then do. My, I was like, why don't you do it? He's like, ah, oh, money's not right right now. I go, trust me, bro. It's never gonna be. It's right. It's never gonna be right. I beg, borrowed, and steal to get this thing up and running. You just fake it till you make it, sort of deal. You just make it happen more than fake it. And then it just comes. If it's meant to be, it'll, it'll, it'll. I mean, we've done amazing things now. I mean, we sit here in this 
million dollar factory and this million dollar machines but me and you started this with 25 g's 25,000 25 g's scared solvent to death in, solvent in 13 weeks 13 weeks without no money but then 13 weeks being totally solvent on our own cash flow and that would have never happened our money was not right you broke i lived in a fifty thousand dollar house i broke between us all we really had was a thousand dollar jeep and a and a twenty five thousand dollar truck apparently you know that we could leverage you know that's it so you, you the money's not going to be right the timing's not going to be right none of that stuff will just line up right you're gonna have to roll the dice you're gonna have to roll the dice yep and just give it everything give her hell you're gonna have to do a lot of stuff for free you're gonna do a lot of stuff for free you're like why am i doing this again I like i left i left a cush 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 um and i accepted more responsibility than i've ever than i've ever taken on in life and i was just like dude you have you should do this and he's like nah i just i can't I'm like man i wish that you could see my struggles maybe this podcast will will, will reach somebody that's just thinking about i mean dude if you want to open up a sandwich shop do it dude leverage everything you have put it on there and give it three months guess what if you're kind of broke You'll be kind of broke afterwards, too. You think McDonald's has started out worldwide? Yeah. <laughs> One <nuts>. location, bro. <laughs> bro, you just you just have to you have to give it hell. Some people come along and help. Like, you helped me. I wouldn't be able to do it without you. Or, you know, and then we had Jimmy come along. And then we, you know, we've had some studs, you know. And and the marketing and stuff, you know, really took off. We got some studs in there. And um, we've gotten some good partners, like with Metal Exteriors. And that really helped us out. We wouldn't have been able to pay taxes some years without giant refund checks from i mean they just it works out mary if it's but mary our financially like it just works out but people rarely put themselves in a position to fail that greatly you know you can work your job making parts for gm nothing wrong with that you're gonna no. get paid pretty handsomely you'll be able to rent a lake cottage and probably buy a boat and drive new vehicles and do all that kind of stuff but if that's not what you want to do for the rest of your life, Why you'll never it? have an extra $100,000. You're going to spend it. I know I do. I know that you do. We're like that. If we had an extra hundred grand, it has gone. We don't have one because we spend it. You're never going to have the money. motorcycles. Yeah, motorcycles. <laughs> like you're, m Mine's just like spending stuff on trips and people and do all that kind of stuff. Stupid stuff. I'm selfish. Well, I mean, I'm selfish too um, in the fact that I spend on other people. I guess I'm what I think that people need and things like that. And so you'll never have that, that right time, right capital sort of, you're not going to like get a refund check. Like, holy shit, they're giving me 50 grand time to start this gas station. I always wanted to right. time to start my accounting firm. No, you just have to do it and do it. Not part time. Gotta be all in. You gotta be all in and put yourself in a position to succeed. Like with you, the, there was a chance that this doesn't this rise up kings event didn't pan out and you went into it going i'm gonna go but i'm only gonna take out what i want if it doesn't if i don't get everything out of it it'll still be better than nothing sort of deal and that's enough mm -hmm. 
and maybe in a different lifetime it doesn't work out for you it's okay we spent some money you went you're not worse no you'll never be worse from going event like this no. so go go put on a credit card you'll get it back you'll get it back i think that's a good thing if you want to do rise up kings you don't have the money put on a credit card it'll from what ryan's telling me it will help your life out tremendously if you can do it at a younger age like we're we're getting up there now i'm almost 40 you're over 40 almost 50. if you could do this okay. rise up king stuff when you were impressionable in your 30s younger 30s i probably wouldn't have received it though you probably wouldn't have received it but that was maybe real hard been, then yeah well i mean but maybe maybe everything happens for a reason at what time it happens for sure but like how much further would you be along if it happened the same kind of way oh i see what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah i'm just saying oh, for bro. the if i was the this, if i stuff, was as open to it yeah me and you got like now. 10 15 years left of like really productive you know years before we're like mostly talkers you know before we can actually go kill it and things like that so if we could do it 10 years ago like oh my god it'd be so different yeah it'd be so different if we were open to it yeah. if, if it all worked out the same exact yeah. way and how it's supposed to work out so i'm really thankful that you is there anything else you want to share from rise up kings the messages or uh, anything as we like anything profoundly that you think that we want to leave the viewers with that was a determining factor I, they they get that at this point if i'm reading the the viewership right they're getting they're getting that you're a hard dude that you weren't open to the experience that it opened you up physically and mentally you gain new life experiences, profound stuff at some parts. Some stuff was just good life decisions to have in the future, I'm sure. But what if someone's on the fence like, all right, no, I get all that good stuff, but I really can't. I don't know if I want to take a week off work and family and do all that stuff unless I see X. Hmm. There's so much that I want to go into. Um, but again, out of respect for the program and things like that, I, I can't get into it. So it's hard to make it all make sense. But hey, look, you know how you know how I am with money and everything else. I'm so confident in the fact that if you went and you came back and you told me that you didn't get anything out of it, I would pay you back. Because it is impossible, impossible to go out there and not get something out of that. Because I thought myself, I wouldn't get anything out of it. Truthfully, I thought it's gonna it help me get, it helped me catapult towards the fitness thing that I wanted to definitely focus on because I want to get back to where I was, right? Um, but man, the things that it did for me is unbelievable, truthfully. it's I know that sounds cliche to say, but it was an experience that I wouldn't trade for anything. Nice. If you if you were to say, um, would you do it again? Obviously, absolutely, I would do it again, you know? And there's not too many things that I experienced like this that I'd be like, yeah, let's go do it again right away, you know? I was worried when I left. Because I was like, I didn't want any of these feelings to go away. You know what I mean? Like, 
because it it was it was such a great experience but what i found is is that i can stay open to it right that those experiences don't have to stop um there's i can i share you share you one thing off topic with it sure. well it kind of goes with it um cuz we talked about rashad right and i hadn't talked to rashad what in a minute you know like after i got six months probably at least at least yeah 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 i did ghost him because i got back on my uh i'm not doing this religious thing no more blah 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 right i get back and saturday night i sent him a message i say hey bro you preaching tomorrow and he goes yeah bro i am actually i was like still the same place which is like i think it was like 40 minutes from my house. Let's say 40 minutes from my house. I think I said an hour earlier, but it was probably realistically 40 minutes from my house. And uh, he said, yeah, yeah, I am. I was like, right on, man. I said, I'll see you tomorrow. And he goes, no. And I said, yeah, bro, I'll be there tomorrow. So I show up, and that was an embrace by itself, right? Because Rashad and I, we had something, like some sort of great chemistry between us for some reason. I think our lives mirror each other a lot, right? But he, this is, this is like, I'm going to say a God moment. He, obviously, he already had his sermon prepared, right? Because the church pretty much lays out what they're going to be talking about week to week, okay? And it was on 1 Peter 4, 1 through 4. And it's about shedding, you know, your old skin and starting new. Well, isn't that crazy that his sermon would be on that after the I get back you get from back. this experience? And then, like, down I, – I don't know what they're like up here right now, but down where I live in Indiana, like Indianapolis area, the cicadas are real bad this year, right? And he used that analogy – are they bad up here? I've seen them for the first time in a long time. Well, it t- there's like 18 years before they come back up, right? It's weird. Okay. But he used that analogy. He's like, the cicadas are real, real bad this year. He said, but they're down in this ground and this dirt and everything for – I think he said 18 years. Don't quote me on the timeline. I'm going to sit on there. But they come up, and what's the first thing they do? They shed their old skin. Like, dude, that, like, hit me right square in the face. I'm like, this isn't coincidence, man. You know, this is this is something out there working. Yeah. And Part open, of you woke up yep, during that experience. Opening my eyes and saying, hey, man, you know, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop playing victim. Get rid of all that old crap. Be open to new stuff. Be open to to accepting from others the help that you need, you know, that you're you think you're too big of a man to accept. Nice. Okay. Then uh, one more question as we finish this this podcast up. There's a rise up queens. Yeah. Thoughts. Uh-huh. Hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, first of all, from what I hear, they got it a lot easier than the dudes anyways. Like, they get their nails did, and, and they go what? to like, hot tubs. And, I want to do that. I want to do Rise bro, of Queens. Bro, I swear to God, I asked that. I was like, can I go to the Queen yeah. one? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to do it. That's more my style, bro. I don't know like, you I'm know all this, about getting hot like, tub time. Like, that might be sweet. I'll share my feelings with a bunch of women around the hot tub. <laughs> that sounds sweet. <laughs> But uh, I, I think it definitely, 
has its place. Um, it can definitely be helpful. I don't know. I don't. I don't know where I want to go with this. To be honest, because yeah. I'm kind of torn on it. Yeah. You know. Um, and I think that's just the man. And maybe me. I'll send my girlfriend there, and we'll just test the waters out. I don't think she can go before you. Don't quote me on that. Oh. But I think I think you have to go before your significant other goes. Because we make because the, it's about we make the rules. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's about like building on that relationship, right? You know, and that there was a lot of eye-opening things because um, Skylar's wife did come in and talk a little bit, um, and it gave me myself a new perspective, you know, on um, what kind of shitty husband I am, right? Um, or how I could be better. Yeah, we all struggle. Yeah, because um, we let we let life get in the way, and again, like that's a big thing, man. We all play victim, like. Why didn't you clean the house today? That's the one thing you have to do. Like, I went and worked all day long. I dealt with a bunch of type A personality people. I had to listen to Austin bitch about me not doing this. I had to get the orders done. I had, Sierra gave me a list of shit that needs handled by the end of the week. I got customers that aren't paying that. I got, I'm dealing with all this stuff every day and you can't wash the dishes and make the bed? There's a reason for it, you know? Mm. She, I mean, she's got the same, she deals with the same stuff, right? Even though, yeah, we both, like, even I, I have a heart, I'm like, she does not yeah, deal I mean, with the like, same stuff, you know? Like, sure. But, you know, like, what are we doing to make it easier for her? Yeah. Like, that, the, truthfully, at the end of the day, that is, like, our jobs are to help each other and meet us, right? Because mm -hmm. that, that whole thing was brought up, uh, Oh, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this. It was it was a sentence, something like, I will love you blank if you continue to blank, right? So it was almost like a, a, like a contract or an agreement type thing, right? And my question to that was is, but you as a woman, and, and after I said all this, I, I really looked at it and I was like, no, nah, please don't beat me up. <laughs> You know, but as a woman, you, we, husband and wife, you entered into this agreement, right? You entered into an agreement. Um, I know I got to change my thinking on that a little bit, but you agreed to do X. You agreed to stay home and take care of the kids and wash the dishes and cook dinner and stuff like that. I agreed to make sure I would go out and do everything possible to provide for the family that enables you to do those things, Right. Why aren't you holding up your end of the bargain? Oh, interesting. You know, like, why, how come that's fair? You know, like, even, like, let's say even. I like this. I like this. Let's, like, even say sex, bro. Yeah. Like, really? No, I really like talking about this. Why is it okay for you as a woman to fail? But are they failing? You know, the, the, the thing, this is the other way we could, we should be looking at it especially you and I, because, like, we're gone all the time. At the end of the day, we're gone all the time, right? At least five, six days a week, we are gone, running, okay? We leave them with everything to deal with, really. You know, and what happens when they're sick? What happens when they're having an off day? 
we're men. Like I'll say it like that. Like we do it, but we do it right. Yeah. But sometimes we're we still break down. We still can't do it. Think about it, bro. Like think about it seriously. How many times do you and I self medicate to escape from it? Whether that be drinking, whether it be disappearing on the motorcycle, whether that be going to get our favorite food and sitting there gorging ourselves just so we don't have to face reality, right? Fair. Because that's what we're doing. Fair. Why isn't it okay for them to do it? Yeah. You know? Yeah, they, they – and, I mean, truthfully, they're more emotional than us, really. Yeah. We're physical. No, like they're the, emotional. Uh, I like the part where – it is a because I've I've always wanted to think of it was a partnership, but more not a partnership, but yet a symbiotic relationship. Where if we're both not benefiting, then why are we doing this? Right, because sure. I'm not emotional, right? I'm so same, I'm, yeah, I get it. I'm not emotional, that. so like I don't I don't need the positive affirmations. I don't need the gift giving. I don't need any of that stuff. I need the stuff that I can't have time in the day. To, I have so much hours in the day. And if I'm going to spend 16 hours at work, mm-hmm. I need you to do the 16 hours of stuff that I didn't have time to do. I need right. you to do that. Right. To the best of your abilities. Yep. And I'm all great on a scale because I'm not great at everything that I do during the 16 hours a day I'm at work. Yep. And so I've always wanted that. And I've I've struggled with that in, I mean, my whole life. I've been I've been struggling with that because I'll do everything. Mm-hmm. If you disappoint me, I'll do your job. Right. I'll do the factory job. I've done that. I've done the driving. I don't care. If you disappoint me and you you fall short, I don't, I'll just do it. Yep. I won't even bitch about it. I'll just do it. And I've struggled with that in relationships because I'll just do it. Am I, am I all good for is just doing laundry or all I'm good for is sex or all I'm good for is whatever? Like... If you don't have to do it, I'll do it if you don't want to do it. I want you to want to do it, but if you don't want to do it, I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it and stuff. So I struggle with that, not transactional type of that stuff, but the symbiosis of just being with a partner that does that. I really, I rarely dive into, well, what if they fall short? Because like, we try to provide, but maybe we can't provide everything. Or we try to be a strong role model for the kids, but if sometimes we're not. You know, or we try to help out around the house, but sometimes we can't or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they're doing that same thing? And I have struggled with that. And that's an interesting topic. I think that we'll maybe table this um, for another one we'll as take, we go on. But I well, mean, I'm thinking about taking yeah. a step further. I'll use myself in the exa- as an example right now. You could look at it as I was being selfish, right, by going to this event. And being gone for five days. Sure. Okay. And I left the house for five days. During those five days, she was responsible for everything. Really. At the end of the day, she was responsible for making the kid making sure the kids got fed, making sure they got on the school bus, making sure they got the homework done, making sure she went to work, dogs making sure the house out. was clean, making sure the dogs were fed, making sure the dogs were let out, uh, doing every, every, everything, right? And then I come home, and I expect everything to fall back in place. We're having sex tonight. We're doing this tonight. We're doing that tonight, blah, 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 blah. She's tired, bro. 
and we didn't even uh, like myself personally. I didn't think about it. Like I made her grind for five days, mm-hmm. and I expected her to welcome me back with open arms, saying, "So glad you're home. Let's go to the bedroom and let's do this and let's do that." You know, it's not fair to think that way. I, I think that no, way. I think that way too. But it's not fair because we just dumped everything. She was emotionally physically put through the same shit i was just put through interesting but what did she i at least got something in return right i did i i can look at you and say i won in this situation by leaving for five days because i truly believe that it changed me right now i didn't even have to leave for five days technically i could have flew in super early wednesday morning i could have flew out late friday night that would have sucked but instead, I wanted a day to get my bearings, get unpacked. Which I think get, was the best thing. If you, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. If, 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 if we're giving advice on if you're going to book this trip. Definitely this do stuff, it that way. A buffer day either side. Yes, 100%. Definitely helps you get mentally prepared to be in that and mentally prepared to leave. But I didn't have to do that. No. Right? Because I started at noon Wednesday. So I could have came in super early Wednesday morning. Um. But I chose to be selfish and go out there and do that. And I left her two extra days when she didn't really have to be left alone, right? Mm-hmm. Plus the three. So it's like, why is it why is it fair for me to think that way? You know? I should have I shouldn't think that way. I should be like more apt to help. Yeah. Instead of demand when I get home. It's- that's a neat idea. I'm going to practice that tonight. I think I'm going to see going with a different light because that's a pretty cool concept. That's a that's that's different than the way I think. Oh, it's definitely different from the way I think. I mean, like, think about it. I mean, I, at the end of the day, I'm a pretty selfish cat, you know, because I almost, I almost come across demanding how I do it with my salespeople. Like, I expect you to do this. Like it's not an option. You're gonna do well. It you do stuff. it underneath the pretext of like you're out there doing it, so there's no excuses for the next Correct. person. That, exactly. You don't do it, and you don't sit at home on the couch. Bring me this, you know, blah blah. You're out there killing it, right? And so you expect nothing less than than that for whoever you're talking to. But not everybody's on that level. Not and that's what that we got to remember. And 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 we also have to remember that just because you're not on that level doesn't mean you don't have a good solid place in my area hmm. you know what i mean yeah like we need we need sometimes people don't think they're on solid footing with you depending on how you think with them any given time right yeah. and i think uh, to go back to the rise up king thing that's the prime example like you you can tell what aspect of your life is struggling real quick hmm. because like i said it, there's only four pillars that hold that house up yeah and that's for everybody that's for everybody you know so you know if you're real fitness you got that pillar real real high but you got your family pillar down here so let's say about your house yeah you know so you got to have that equal um focus on all four you know you can't let one outweigh the other i like it We'll uh, we'll wrap this podcast up. Um, if you guys enjoyed uh, Ryan talking about the Rise of King event, if you have any 
uh, questions about that, reach out to it, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, anything that you want to comment on. Um, we're on all the platforms. Uh, we can talk about this again. Um, share it with someone to think that needs that. This was a lot less on business today and a lot more on self uh, improvement. Self improvement for sure. Um, we don't have topics that we won't talk about here. You know, we um, we want whatever you guys want to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about. And so, if you guys want to hear more about this, reach out. Um, but again, I appreciate Ryan for coming in here and telling us about his stuff. That's a really unique perspective on a lot of stuff, and that I think a lot of people haven't experienced, and that would benefit a lot of people. And so, Ryan, thank you for sharing all your stuff. And I wish uh, I could have shared more. Like you know. There's some juicy stuff in there, man. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Until next time, guys. <laughs>